You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Match Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazing Bob, and today we're joined by Mel, aka Melarina. How you doing? Hello, I'm good. I'm back. I was gone last week, right? Yeah, yeah. You were at you were at the wedding festivities that I met oh, you at right. after the show. Yeah, Mel and I are yeah. trying to avoid. We've been trying to avoid being on the same podcast for a couple of weeks. It's true. But- here we are. <laughs> Damn. And that other voice you hear is Ryan, aka the Yip Show. How are you doing? Doing good. A little bit. I'm gonna go on a tangent before we introduce the guest. It's snow day today. Woke up, snow everywhere. Is it immoral to order like delivery groceries because it was too no. dangerous for me to go out? I or is I it... always think about that and what I do is I just tip like right, yeah, you, wouldn't you tip, believe, you tip you know? appropriately for the for the danger they put themselves in but i definitely feel some sense of like ah, <laughs> sorry <laughs> if you use a doordash and stuff like they're clocking in they're choosing you know they don't have yeah, to come yeah, it's to the work, same i, I instacarted so. and it, it was normally on when it snows you can't get a delivery but i was like oh someone's delivering <laughs> <laughs> All right. you are what's the word i'm looking for danger Somebody puts themselves in danger. danger. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's what he was looking for. All right. And special guest, first time on the show, streamer extraordinaire, YouTube video man of the year for Wrath of the Lich King, Scotty J. How you doing? I'm doing well. I mean, that was, uh, that was, I'm blushing. I don't normally blush on stream. (laughs) I mean, I've I've fell asleep on stream. I've been drunk on stream. But blush. Blush, that's a first. Uh, and as for, no, I'm doing good. Uh, I ordered groceries today and there's no snow. In fact, it was really nice out. I could have drove to the shop, which is only about 30 <laughs> seconds away, but, you know, I'm that's not you. me. Yeah, then you would have had to go down the aisles and pick everything out. It's so much easier just to have them bring it to you. Exactly, to pay live, someone to do that. I used to live right across the street from a Costco and I felt so bad, but Costco's so crowded. <laughs> And they don't. Costco's they the have. Worst. They don't have bags. So like mm-hmm. the whole process is very annoying. When I was about eighteen, I I lived in a flat opposite a kebab shop. As in, out my window, I could see the kebab <laughs> shop, and I used to get them to deliver it to the door, rather than walk imagine. across the road. I can only imagine what <laughs> delivery drivers are thinking with people like us. Like, I and, I did one in college. I ordered pizza from across the street and had them deliver it, and the guy wouldn't deliver it to me. He was wow. like, I can literally see your window. And I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't want to walk out there. They got to capitalize. Listen, any college town needs to capitalize on that. You got to, you, they got to walk right? that 30 feet to you. Come <laughs> it's on. required. Mm. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right. Well, guys, 
we're, we're going to have a great show. We're going to start out with housekeeping. Oh, shoot. I keep forgetting. I want to remind everybody at the top of the show, we are streaming now on twitch.tv slash blazinbob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N-B-O-B. All right. In the show today, we're going to go. We got a couple new reviews. Then we're going to go over what we've been doing lately and whatever version of WoW we're playing at the time. We're going to go over a little bit of raid progress and maybe talk about our new server. And then there's actually no news this week, really. Like, we've covered it all last week, and there's been nothing new since the last show. So we're going to skip right over that at the end, do our interview with Scotty J, get to know him a little bit better, and then we're going to talk Wrath of the Lich King. So strap in. We had some reviews. Yeah, we had two new reviews on Apple Podcasts. First one, Best Wow Podcast on Spotify, which this was a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for taking the time to switch your platform to leave the review. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys, love the show. The chemistry between everyone is so refreshing. I love hearing about your guild raid recap, and I'm so jealous you guys have all your consumes taken care of thanks to Kim. I wanted to ask why you guys chose Benediction over Grobulus. You guys do talk about how you wish servers were more balanced, and Grob is about 50-50 as of writing this review. I'm very biased, as I am on Grobulus myself, but I was very intrigued about your decision to transfer to Benediction. Keep up the good work, guys. I look forward to future shows. Winsel, the Retribution Paladin. P.S. Or oh, the Alliance! Uh, yeah, <laughs> so this is, a, this is an easy one. Obvious, this is Grobulus coping. He's trying to trick us all into... Heading over to Grobulus, <laughs> to the dying server. Um, for us, and I would kind of uh, kind of think that most people would have the same thought process that we do when you're transferring. Transferring costs the guild like thousands of dollars collectively, and we just don't want to risk going to a server that is going to have the same fate as our old server. So a mega server is like always a safe bet. You know that next expansion... You know, when Wrath of the Lich King comes out, it's not going to be dead. We're always going to have raiders. The auction house is always going to be filled. Um, and if you look at the trend of retail, um, you know, maybe in a perfect world, Grobulus stays fine the way it is. But I, I think that in a year when Wrath comes out, you're yeah. going to see the same fate uh, that these other servers. Well, somebody's, have. yeah. Somebody's going to take over. Unless well, it's going to be in. it's going to be horrid, unfortunately, from the weeks that we looked at. It does look yeah, like Horde is slowly taking over. Looks like. But like it's gonna be unless Blizzard steps in and they're not going to, it's going to be all Alliance or all Horde, yeah. and that's just an unfortunate thing. A but. really big I think a really big part too, if Blizzard was showing any kind of uh if if Blizzard was showing any kind of like urgency and fixing server faction problems, then maybe we would feel more comfortable going to Grobulus. Uh but the fact that they like opened free no faction restriction transfers to mega servers uh, to a lot of the dying servers makes me think that if, you know, if Grob does go the way that White Main went, for instance, uh, they're not going to do anything still. So uh, if we're going to spend we thousands and thousands of Main dollars. Yeah, we held on as longer. long as we could. <laughs> um, we were hoping to see some kind of change, maybe like some cross server stuff and not to get into the semantics or the debate of whether we want cross server or not. But uh, Blizzard's not going to do anything. Um, we're not going to ask. So we're in a situation, this is not like a partial transfer. Every single member of our guild transferred um, mm -hmm. and brought multiple characters. We didn't lose anybody. Um, so asking people to spend thousands of dollars 
and not going to the mega server is just, it's just too crazy. I think that we all yeah. for this for a short period of time, Grobulus is probably going to be more fun for everybody over there. Um, but yeah, this the risk involved in the cost. Well, and this this might be just since we brought up Benediction, maybe it's been an interesting move. Like so, for our entire classic ex- existence, we were on white on white main, and the it was good at times, but for the majority of the time, we were the underdog faction, and it's been so bizarre to be able to use summoning stones to be able to just walk outside a dungeon anywhere or any raid and and just do a a warlock summon it's been the most bizarre thing to just be able to like do things without getting jumped 3 to 1 you know like i would love to see some study done on on video game psychological trauma cuz i feel like <laughs> i'm like overcoming i'm like oh the summoning stone oh i'm i'm safe here like oh the instance agile oh it's all alliance here like it's like I weird keep forgetting well and kim uh, you know, was like we were doing the raid. He's like, "Oh, do we still have, do we still have summons? Because we used to have to yeah. summon in weird spots to where we couldn't get attacked." But we're like, "We could just walk outside and summon you." Like, it's just like it's so weird. It's very strange. Everything would be cross faction, cross server, cross race, cross everything. Soon enough, don't worry. That'll be their answer yeah. to it. They can't actually balance the server, so all they'll do is go. Oh well, Horde and Alliance can raid together. They can do dungeons together. <laughs> I, 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 it honestly wouldn't surprise me. Yep, yep. No. But yeah, that's why we chose it, and we're happy with our our choice. I did want Grabulus, but I have to agree with my guildies when they make the argument that the trend just shows that Horde's growing there, and Alliance is staying pretty much the same. But Horde just keeps growing there. In, so in an idealistic world, Grabulus is definitely better, but. We live in a world where you have to pay $25 per character <laughs> to uh, to transfer, which is just crazy. I think and ooh, I don't want to re-aggravate myself with their like bundle discount retail deals they were <laughs> giving out. But some sort of deal or, you know, $25 means you can transfer any amount of characters from one server to another. These sort of things uh, might make everything more palatable. But we had people dropping a hundred plus dollars just to, so they can play the game. <laughs> it, well, on, it, on retail, uh, didn't they do guild transfers? Is that still, is that still a thing on retail? I haven't played retail for years. I don't know if it's still a thing, but they do have guild transfers on re They did have guild transfers on retail where you can go as a guild, like anything like that moved to classic, I think would have been fine. Um, or good. Like they're already getting enough complaints. Mm-hmm. We're all already complaining that they're purposefully <laughs> taking our money for transfers. Uh, even if they, if they had, I think we, they would have gotten the same complaints if they implemented like a bundle deal or a guild transfer, but at least it would have been cheaper <laughs> for everybody who has to pay. Uh, but Hey, you know, uh, we had to move. Yeah. I was like very benediction for the record. Uh, I basically said when we, I mean, we had an officer meeting we talked a long time about if we should transfer and where, and I basically said like, if we're transferring somewhere, like I'm just going to go to benediction. Like if, if our guild's not going to benediction, like. I'm not going to pay money and end up on another server that like I won't be able to play in Wrath of the Lich King. And it's just that's just too crazy for me. And if I can't if I can't raid, I'm going to quit. That's pretty much like what it comes down to. If, if we're in a situation where we can't raid for a couple of weeks, I'm just going to lose interest altogether. <laughs> the only thing keeping me in classic is consistency. I've been <laughs> I've been doing this every week. It's just my routine now. 
but if I got if I took a few weeks off, I'd be like, well, all this free time I have, this is incredible. <laughs> do I really need to do high jaw for another six months? Do I? <laughs> yeah, well, Scotty, you're in good company because uh, Mel and I haven't played retail since Cataclysm. So oh, a lot longer than me. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I've had stints on it. I stopped playing in uh, uh, the beginning of Legion, and, and I went back for BFA for a little bit, done Shadowlands uh, beta, but other than that, I, I, I just can't get back into retail as much as I try. Hope 10.0 might change that. Who knows? Oh, I guess I take that back. I did log into Shadowlands beta just because they gave it to me, so I was like, okay, well, I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for your yeah. uh, review, you so and much. we have one more uh, keeps me connected. Hey, team, I look forward to listening to these episodes each week. I don't get to play as much as I'd like to these days, but these podcasts make me feel like I'm still connected to the community. Thanks so much for great content. For the Alliance again, Arrowhead. Wow. <laughs> there the are Alliance. Alliance out there. There are Alliance out there, and they're reaching <laughs> out. They're connecting. If we all join up together, we can fight back. <laughs> Good luck. All right, so... What's everybody been doing in WoW lately? Who wants to go first? Mine will take ages. I'll go second if you want. Perfect. <laughs> cool. I'll go first because mine will take not ages. Uh, raid. I, we transferred this week, basically. We raided mm -hmm. White Main last week, Benediction this week, and I was like one of the late bloomers to Benediction because I was like sad and <laughs> putting it off. I was like, I'm not giving them my money yet. Uh, and I just sat there <laughs> on my dead server looking around. It was pretty bizarre seeing horde. everyone leave the guild and <laughs> disappear. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've had a solid raid log week this week. Nice, nice. Mel, you know, yours is pretty short, too. You want to go? Uh, I also raided with Yip, um, yeah. except for when he sat me because he hates me. Um, sure. And then I... Did a little bit of hardcore. My priest is at 53. Oof, 54. Nice. 54. Yeah. 54. Yep. Yeah. So we're getting there. Um, and then other than that, I think. Oh, when I transferred over. So somebody said something like, hey, make sure all your add-ons are working before raid. I was like, okay. So I did. I made sure they were all working. And then I get into raid and I realize that the heels on my heel bot are all different. Like, so I checked to make sure that they were working. Right. But I didn't make sure that it was the right spell. And so then I'm like, luckily, it's Hygel and the first few trash pulls aren't really like anything to like worry about. But I'm like sitting there like, well, crap, like it's just muscle memory at this point as to what spell it is with what click. Right. And so I'm like, I think that was flash heal. I think this one's shield. And then we started like the first pull that I could heal. And I was like, nope, that's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> like the whole like first 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, why would that happen? Why would it happen? That There's all some my weird heals stuff. Yeah. Some stuff didn't come over for me, too. Um, and it was weird. It is your WTF folder, I think, that saves like add on preferences that don't always transfer so like for me i had a i i had all my add-ons were there all my keybinds were the same but all my bars were back to default so like the bartender info didn't move over and i was like same for <laughs> yeah same for I, dominoes 
Yeah. Well, I had Bartender downloaded, I guess, and I had turned it off. But when I logged in, I had Bartender and Domino's, and I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, everything gets turned back on. (laughs) I got like, I can't open my bag. I'm like, "What's going on? What (laughs) add-ons making it so I can't open my bags?" (laughs) Yeah, it was it was a hot mess, but oh man, I figured it out. So we're good. Awesome. Well, Scotty, what about you? Uh. Yeah, I thought it was going to take longer than it, it would, but actually, uh, all I've been doing is raiding. So I'll leave it there. No, not really. I've, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been gearing up uh, every single class uh, on Wrath of the Lich King, most specs. So I've been raiding around about probably, Jesus, uh, 50, 60 hours a week, I guess, around that. Is that both? Is that Wrath and TBC? Just Wrath. Just I'm not, Wrath. Uh, all I'm doing on TBC at the moment is making gold and getting characters ready for Wrath, as in leveling certain characters, which even they're nearly done now, so then it's just sorting professions out. Literally, TBC for me at the moment is just purely getting ready for Wrath, and then I'm going to spend probably three or four months before release working on achievements, reputations, all that sort of thing. But I've literally I've been doing... Nax 10.25, Alduar 10.25, and now Tok released on the server I'm playing on yesterday. So, like, last night I've done five Tok raids in one night. Uh, so, wow. But, yeah, I'm doing a, a lot of lockouts just to really be super confident with every single class and spec in every single raid. So when I'm doing videos or writing guides or whatever, you know, at least it's not being winged. You know, the experience mm-hmm. has been, uh, is Definitely. there sort of thing. So yeah, that that's literally it. All my time is taken up by just non-stop raff raiding. Yep, it'll be interesting because we've seen, you know, lots of times the you know the private servers get it right, you know, like, but there are there are uh, handfuls of things both in in classic vanilla and classic TBC that were like, oh, well, this is a little different, or it's just ball drops by 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 Blizzard, like for instance the caster meta gem that was for sure not supposed to be in the game early on, but it was, it was there, you know? And so changed up a whole bunch of, of, you know, caster bis lists and all that stuff. So it'd be interesting to see what weird things happen when, when wrath comes out. So I'm pretty excited about that. There'll okay, be a so lot more with wrath. Yeah. I bet. A lot you've more. You've done every class. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite? Um, it's tough. Feral DPS. Like I've played. Uh, when we get onto my experience in WoW, I'm sure that's going to come up a bit more. But I've played Feral DPS for well since 2004, so that's always going to be number one without a doubt. But I'm having so much fun on a Holy Paladin that I've just started a Horde Blood Elf on TVC just because. Uh, it's got it's got to be Blood Elf because they they look good. You know, I'm only bothered about aesthetics. Yes. Nothing else matters. The rest I'll make up with <laughs> with a lack of skill. I was going to say with skill, um, <laughs> but no. I, I would say Feral DPS for for DPS, uh, Holy Paladin for healing. But then I'd probably say D Frost DK is a very close third. Okay. DK is going to be good. that. It's going to be Wrath of the Lich King is going to be every server just plagued with. DKs and paladins, oh, yeah. literally. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're not. You are going to see other classes. Don't get me wrong, but I would say, you know, out of every say fifty people, you can guarantee fifty percent of that is going to be made up of DKs and paladins. 
And then a spread we're of the others. We were talking last week, I think, too, that it would make sense, like we leveled Shamans and Paladins early, they might release DKs with the pre-patch to let people level them. As, awful, which, awful idea. Which will make even more <laughs> DKs exist. I can't, I can't get on board with that. I was, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely vocal compared to the, the rest of the YouTube community, you know. As in, I, I totally, I appreciate everybody's opinions on how things should be, don't get me wrong, but... I, I don't go with that just because it's the majority, you know, what the majority agree with. I, I don't go at the same. I don't agree with the fact that Blood Elf and Draenei were in the pre-patch. Uh, and I, 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 even more so, I'm completely against DK being in the pre-patch. It's, it's, it's not right when you think about it because it, you're, like, you're playing what, what back in original uh, Wrath, the DK was classed as a hero class, wasn't it? It was, you know, it was called a hero class. So your trade-off from playing that hero class, the big new shiny thing of the expansion, is the fact that you do start at 55, you do start behind everybody else. So right. your, the f world first probably won't have a DK. Um, but then, you know, that's down to your guild to, to help the DK. I, there needs to be some sort of disadvantage from playing something new. Uh, that, you know, that's how I feel about it. See, see I think that's the, that's the more... Like, that's the non-selfish, probably correct way to do it. I want the DKs, and I want a month-long pre-patch so that I could work one up and then never touch him in Wrath. I just want to know how they work, and the only way that I could really do that the best is to actually play one, and because I've been playing a bunch of new characters, you know, that I never did that back in the day. I was just stuck with my two, like, two characters, but... Playing another character, especially for PvP, you learn their strengths and weaknesses, and you you become a a like much better PvPer. And there's gonna be a ton of them in PvP. Like I can't, it's gonna be Scorpion everywhere. Get over here, you know. Mm -hmm. Like they're gonna be sucking you to them. Like so, I'd like to learn. I'd like to learn them in that fashion. I could watch guides and stuff, but that still won't. Working them up from fifty five to seventy would do it. And if they come out on launch, I just won't do it. You know. Well, what you what you said was was the point there when you said like it, it's the most non selfish way of doing it. As I say, I've just gone through what my favourite classes are, uh, and you know my my main characters in Wrath Classic. I want a Holy Paladin, well, Feral Druid that goes without saying, Holy Paladin, a Rogue, which is going to be my farmer, and a DK. So for me, selfishly, it would be great to get DK in the pre patch because that is one of the classes that I'm going to want as quickly as possible. Um, but I'd still rather it wasn't there. I'd rather it weren't there and we had a four month, uh, four month, that'd be a bit long, a four week pre-patch um, than Definitely if it is there and we only get two weeks. Because the pre-patch is a really unique time. It's not one that you can even relive on private servers. You know, it's, it's gonna, we're going to get X amount of weeks of it and then that's it. So I personally want it to not drag out too long, but having, having TBC end sort of end tier content as a playground for your character with level 80 talents. It's just a unique time. Yep. Yeah, we yep. wanted to we wanted to do next with uh, new talents, but we just we had no break in rating and we needed a little break before TBC came out. So it was like yeah. this two weeks is the only time that we can do it. And people were leveling shamans. I actually I think DK shouldn't come out early. Um but with the shamans and paladins, as as someone who has to deal with you know recruiting and rating it's like I needed we needed those classes so badly that I didn't mind that people could level them early. But you can raid without a DK week one if you need to do that. Like you don't need 
to have these DKs at mm-hmm. max level right away in order to have like a fulfilling raid experience. Yeah, um, but I think it so is a little is. bit different because adding those races, again, even if we go historically, they weren't hero races. They were yeah. just two new races, you know, but there's meant to be a big deal around new classes. You know, a new class is a big deal. Whereas new races just so, all right, the Horde get um, Paladins and the Alliance get Shamans. It, it was neither in or there, really. Because like you say, at the end of the day, all they would have done if it weren't in the pre-patch, they'd have still been boosted in one day to, to 58 and been in Outland. So Probably. It, it's not that, that damaging. Um, but I, yeah, I think, it's just my opinion. I think DKs should, should come when the game drops. Yep. Um, okay, so for me, um... I've been doing a ton. I've been doing the hardcore hardcore duo with Mel. Um, I haven't started another hardcore solo because I'm just like, I'm going nutso on TBC at the moment. I got my Rogue to 70. It's been crazy like to see the change because I've been able to get gear so much quicker because my raid has been gracious enough to let me come to two different gruels and vashes and I'm... Um, been able to get those tier pieces and turn them in for pvp gear and then on top of that all the pvp stuff is way cheaper faster to get honor so i have went from like greens and blues to almost all purples now and it's crazy because i could actually see the change a lot better than i could on my warrior because it was such a slow burn with him you know, but now I'm getting sometimes two pieces at a time, and you can just really see the change in, in like how much you can do. And the rogue's been just a blast. I mean, I played rogue all through vanilla, half of TBC, and then all of uh, all of Wrath of the Lich King and Stardacata. But like, it's been so fun coming home and just getting to go stealth again, and everything's just been awesome there so that's what i've been doing raiding of course and then uh can we talk about the fact that bob is much less effective in hardcore because he's been playing his rogue on classic tbc so we go in now and he's like not as nervous as he usually is right (laughs) and i'm like wait a minute wow we're gonna die (laughs) yeah like i almost died because he he didn't take aggro and this leech just banging on me (laughs) Well I, well, I was in cat, and I was like, Mel, you're like at third health. And she's like, oh, she runs off, and I switched to Bear Todd. But, like, I was just like, that that, that one wasn't me. But I'm Whatever. what she's talking about is I used to be a scared little child when we were doing our duo. But that was before I completed kind of my solo, you know? And now I'm just like, oh, we got this. We're good. Oh, we'll just drop this. We'll run. Just, you know, it's. Oh, and the Valentine's know? Day event, I got these love dummies like 10 of them uh, yeah. <laughs> that are basically just like target dummies they've saved me a couple times what what levels your duo 54 uh 54 and i'm a druid feral and she's a uh she's a priest dude it's been i'm not gonna lie like i've thought about working up a a a feral druid because it's been a blast. That's the first druid I've ever worked up, and it's been an absolute blast. It was a little rough till we got cat, but mm. after that, it's just been like, I'm a god. I can do anything <laughs> for any situation. You know, like it's so cool. Can we talk about the fact before? that Yip is a is a feral druid tank right now, and I we just found out that he's terrified of bears. 
I'm not. Is this the second time you brought up my bear phobia? And it's a, weird. I'm not a weird. Listen, it's rash. He has the definition. Hold on. Bears. The definition. Are we proper bears or teddy bears? Because one of those is normal. <laughs> one of them's pretty weird. Proper, proper bears that you run into in the forest. Okay. Listen. A phobia. How often does that happen to you? A phobia is two things. One, an extreme, or two. An irrational fear to something. Being afraid of the most powerful North American <laughs> animal <laughs> is not irrational, okay? It is, uh, it's totally reasonable. And I don't have a phobia. <laughs> I just sometimes dream of running into bears. <laughs> and it, it's inconvenient, to be honest with you, to run into a bear. I'm glad it hasn't happened in real life. All I gotta say on the topic. You should move to oh, Colorado. I do have uh I do have one other thing um that I just got reminded of. So first off, everybody on the server who has sent us uh, tells welcoming us and everything, mm. um thank you so much, man. That makes us feel really good, you know, like tell us you like the show. It's been a little overwhelming to be honest. Like it really didn't have it happened in BGs a lot, but not really on White Made itself and on Benediction, I'm getting tells a bunch. If I don't write back, you know, a responding message, it's because I'm AFK. I've got two accounts, and I'm probably not on that account currently because they're, they're both running normally. So it's not because I, I don't appreciate it, but yeah. But Can I give a special shout out to Tanaman because he oh, messaged me and not Yep. He messaged me after. <laughs> he messaged <laughs> yeah, us but after. He However, me First. I'm sorry. Who had a conversation with him? I'm pulling out. You guys get messages. You're like, oh, hi. Thanks for being a fan. I pull out a message. I'm like, oh, someone messaged me and we're talking about the high jaw bug. And you guys are, you guys are like, how are you guys talking about that? Because I, I carry conversations with these oh, fine fellows yeah, who message that's me. Right. You know, well, I, I have too. Yeah, so fact. don't message I have, I have him little, or he'll draw you into this boring conversation about high jaw. It's true. I'll just start talking to you like we're friends already, but in like a boring <laughs> way. So how was work today? <laughs> <laughs> What's the weather like where you're at? <laughs> so so special shout out to I to Icado Warrior. Um, we were shooting the shit back and forth, and uh, and he, I was like, "Let's duel, but tomorrow, because right now I'm hammered." And he was like, "Okay," and I was like, "All right, hi, dude." And then so the next day I log in and he shows up. He's right there. He's, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, the duel. So we go outside Shet, and we duel, and he whoops my ass, right? And uh, what class? Warrior. Are you also a warrior? Yeah, yeah. Now, in my defense, he's a little bit more geared than me. Like, he's got all his Mm -hmm. merciless stuff and some of his, you know, new, whatever the new one is. And But either way, he whooped my ass a few times. But then others started showing up. And started, and it just turned into a little like group duel thing, and it got me reminded of old TBC and Ironforge and everybody mm. dueling outside Ironforge. And I wish we could get that back, but they reminded me about Wrath and the sewers. Yeah, everyone goes mm-hmm. down to the sewers, and I can't wait for that because dueling will be back and easy to do. You know, just for you know, a few duels whenever you want. That's something that's pretty exciting to me now. Well, that's another benefit of, or a 
benefit of benediction. I, there's no way to make that more of a fun than it already was. Um, <laughs> the benefit. Uh, so to go back to, Gra- I mean, I'm going to rag on Gravius again really quick because I do have some more uh, information here. So as <laughs> at the beginning of January, the Horde were 38% of the server. They're now 52% of the server uh, two months later. So these that is a... <laughs> That's a scary shift that uh, I've seen before. Um, two, though, there's like 8,000 raiding alliance on uh, Grobulus, which is cool, but raiding alliance doesn't mean that they're playing around all the time, right? Like, we had like 1,000 raiders on White Main, but no one's doing heroics, no one's leveling, no one's out there. But with Benediction, when you're rocking 30,000 raiders, you do have people who are willing to go duel. You've got people who are... Who are willing to play more casually as opposed to like a dying server usually ends up with like raid logging raiders because they're the ones who don't really care that much of their servers dying they're they're just logging in doing their raid and uh logging off so i think benediction has a lot of like social benefit to it as well that i mean i haven't been on grabulous so i don't know i think it is like role play so maybe there is like a cool little social community there too um but i think benediction just in the long run is most private yeah. servers I've seen, uh, maybe not so much the one I'm on at the moment, but the vast majority of them, the dueling community is massive. There's more people outside of cities than there are in them. I've uh, seen that. It's a bit weird why it's not like that on Classic, to be honest. But like you say, it is a very very raid-loggy time. Well, it's been a raid-loggy time for pretty much the majority of TBC, to be honest, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like it's go, it's go, go, go at the start, and then it's go, go, like, each you know tier that comes out, you gotta like dot some I's, cross some T's. But for the most part, if you don't PvP, you don't do dailies, you don't have all. It's like it's really. I mean, but we've if you like, have a guild bank that's stocked and have no reason to get no reason to get money. You learn how to gamble. just think that raid logging <laughs> isn't the worst thing ever. Like it can help you from getting burnt out. You know, at least my personality. Yeah, no, I totally, I raid log when I need to. I'm not afraid. I'd rather be at every raid than be like, I don't feel like playing WoW anymore. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do it right. anymore. Yeah, so it's just better when you need to. And, uh, and raiding, Can we talk I mean, about this gambling good. stuff, though? Yeah, well, I was going to wait for raid progress to talk about. Are we yeah, in raid well, progress? Let's, yeah, let's go ahead and move into that. Because gambling is in raid progress. Yeah, <laughs> gambling's <laughs> been we are pretty de- crazy. Because we're degenerating as a raid. I'm the only one looking at this. I'm the only one who cares about this. So it all started. <laughs> this is raid progression, apparently. Well, everything's on farm. So uh, it all started <laughs> a couple weeks ago with the trash farm nights. Uh, our our other feral druid, Kitty Claws, is his name now because we had to transfer <laughs> and we all have new names, um, which is just which is the most confusing thing, uh, by the way. There's only I a have. couple people whose names oh, yeah, are radically different. We didn't talk different. about our new names. We didn't talk about our new names. There's only a few people who are radically different. So like, I haven't felt like any kind of like weird. I don't know. I thought I thought that if everyone had different names, I'd show up to raid and get this weird like imposter, like weird feeling that like <laughs> homesickness or something. Like, where are all my friends? So I feel like my lock changing him from lock dude to blazing Bobbert. It's just easier now because everybody calls me Bob and Raid, and so any new players, you know, new guildies, is not going to be confused. You know, like who's Bob? I think Mel understands. Now you have a, you have you have a couple Arias, don't you? But having the same name across all your characters 
Yeah, it's, it's very convenient. It's it's this. It's the best thing mm-hmm. that you can do. I have run many guilds in my day, and I've swapped many a character. And going from being going, having to switch your name around people is just like the worst thing. People who already know you have to change the name they call you. Dude, it's so well, bizarre. I call, so I call I call spellcheck raffle dots half the time, spellcheck half the time, uh-huh. and now I'm like trying to call him something else. And like I'm just like, damn it. Yeah, people who <laughs> often change their name, it's like they have no identity almost. It's kind of like. Kind of free during during cat when we changed server there was uh, uh me at the time it was the guild master and then about six officers and all of us swapped names when we moved from mm. ragnaros to where did we go ragnaros i can't remember now R- ragnaros to dreadmist or something like that but literally all of us we, we just made our characters names on the other server and then when one of us was ready to make it we'd delete that character and every single one of us just swapped names and yeah it was really confusing we, we found it really funny no one else did <laughs> Well, I almost, yeah, I I'm sitting there trying to figure out who to heal. Yeah. I'm like, you know, like I got when you play with people a long time, you know, like who the priority heal people are and all of this. And now I got all these random names that are dying. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I well, let you die. That's such a nice way to skirt <laughs> well, around also, saying though, that healers choose who they want to heal as opposed well, to just Of course healing. we do. It was the funniest thing. They're like, I don't know who to heal now because all the names change. They're like. So you were picking and <laughs> Yeah, we know you are. You're not supposed if to show how the sausage is made. If you ever think that we're not, like, that's just stupid not to pick and choose. But, like, so, back to Scotty's thing, if the guild leadership changed names, that could be hilarious because there's always certain officers that people go to that they feel most comfortable with. So they start bitching at you about someone else. That's exa- or bitching that's exactly to you what about happened. someone else. So the reason it actually happened is we was all on, I think it was even Ventrilo back then, we was all on Vent and we was all uh, drunk, having a laugh. And I was like, one of yous can be Guildmaster. And, and not just Guildmaster, you could have my name as well. And then we was like, oh... Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> Wait, and so then, you switched names like between each yeah, other? Didn't you get like between each other? Like, yeah. literally swap. <laughs> between. Yeah, yeah. So, so the the my name That's back fire. then, my name back then was actually Razzmadazzle. I don't know why that's a sound like some eighties <laughs> porn star, but still. So then we had, uh, so uh, yeah, I, I'd been the guild leader literally since TBC, not Vanilla, but TBC. Uh, so then our rogue main changed his name to Razzmadazzle, and I became his his name. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> These, these things happen. I, I was this close to doing that. We had a different... I, I started as a warrior tank, this expansion, and we had a different uh, bear tank who ended up uh, just quitting the game, but his name was Bushy Bottom. And I was like, I took the name, I reserved it on Benediction, and I was like, should I just become this person? But <laughs> either one, one, I'm going to hate it very quickly uh, because I'm gonna just going to have not my name. And then two... There's like a slight chance that that person would be weirded out by it and it wouldn't be that funny. Like, why did you take my name? <laughs> like, oh, uh, I thought it was funny. <laughs> my bad. But you did take Yip Slime. Yes. Well, okay. We all had a plan when we transferred servers. We have someone in our guild named Wop Slime, I hate to admit. This, but this is a fact of life. <laughs> that is the name of the character. We all had plans. To make our name like the short name we go by, and then put slime at the end. We're gonna have stoof slime, gunt slime, yip slime. We're all gonna do it. I was the last person to transfer, 
I show up on the server and I'm the only <laughs> idiot with the name Yipslot. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's not okay. I'm gonna read none of that's true. Well, we talked about it briefly, uh, but my real answer is, and I I feel bad for saying this in front of in front of you, but I hate feral druids. I think that they're the worst. And they are, uh, they, as, they are so they are so overpowered it can be infuriating. <laughs> and as <laughs> as soon as this expansion is over, I'm dropping my druid forever. So I picked a name that I knew I wouldn't want for my next character. It's like, I never want this name again. So I just went with that, and that's how I... Can we just get something clear, though? So what you've done... did you Was you a druid in vanilla as well? Well, classic. No, I was not warrior. I'm a warrior. So you've only been a druid for TBC. I switched to the middle because druid tank is just outclassing warrior tank so unbelievably. I felt like... As a tryhard, as a tryhard, I was like, I gotta switch. So, <laughs> you're, so you're playing a you're playing a druid in TBC, and then when it actually becomes ridiculously overpowered in Wrath, you're like, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> well, prop paladin is really good. Yeah, Wrath I know prop, well. prop paladin's great, but I I mean, you know, if you're going to be the feral druid, you you've got to learn but, how to DPS, and then you'll, you'll yeah. never want a tank again. That, that's true. I actually like DPS. Like if I could not tank, that might be a, a better route for me. My my big thing you is do not. You like hate not... going to cat. No, 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 no. I don't I don't want to DPS as a cat. I DPS mean I like DPSing in general. <laughs> a cat is just a rogue, and I hate rogues. You know how much I hate rogues. The fact that I have a yeah. yellow bar when I turn into a cat, like I feel disgusted <laughs> with myself. Um cat actually ended up being, I hate to admit it, I had I was having no fun with cat DPS. And then I then my the other cat told me to get an energy ticker add-on or a weak aura. And I was like, oh, this makes this is actually way more fun and makes way more sense it's like, now. Well, it's like me. Like everybody always talked about power shifting. And I like kinda understood it, but then I actually got to the low. point on my on, on 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 my druid, and I was like, oh, you keep your energy with Oh, power shifting! When I'm out of energy, I can just get more. Like it was like the it was like the light bulb went off, and I was like, well, "This is awesome!" You know, and I was like, "Dang it! I should have made the wolf said helm." Every time we play hardcore, and Bob accidentally shifts from bear cat to like night owl form, I'm like, I'm "Like, oh, you pulled a yip? What happened? First pulled of a all, yip? But I she thinks that I'm doing that when I power well. shift, though." <laughs> that. That very, no, you're not. If you're turning into a night elf, you're not power shifting, dude. <laughs> well, if I do it, like, I have it on the wheel. So, like, as long as I just roll it, it goes right back to cat. But sometimes there's a little bit of latency. Like, <laughs> I've, had the, I've had those problems with the wheel as well. Uh, so I understand. But my, my I'm, big I'm thing. I'm dying inside. I'm literally just I feel like I've got such a big fake smile on my face at the moment that like <laughs> wow, this I'm, is I'm smiling and I'm thinking, I wonder if it's rude if I leave. Yeah, we're just destroying <laughs> you. We're just destroying your class in front of you. But well, my... if it makes you feel any better when Mel first made her, her uh, druid, she was like, Well, I've been I've been working up holy druid. How would that make me feel any and better? One of our guests was like, you can <laughs> see him funny. dying inside. Like he's like one of the Playing people that wants to be everything make like perfect, and he was like, <laughs> <Presto>! my <laughs> it was so funny. My my true answer to this is is pretty simple though. I don't, I have zero class fantasy of being a druid. When I, gr growing up in WoW, my best friend growing up was always a, was only main to druid. 
only played a druid. Being Same. a druid was never an option for me. And like at this point in my life, I'm so not a druid that it's just like I can't I wouldn't optionally be a druid. I'm just too much of a tryhard to not be one as the main tank right now. Um, although maybe I should have just made a paladin, but my my best friend during vanilla TBC and Wrath was a feral druid when everybody shat on him. Like but he beat everybody in duels. No one would ever let him tank anything. He like he was one of the first, like actually good feral druids. So I have a lot of respect for feral. Yeah, Scotty wants to argue that one. point that he was one of the first. Actual oh, no, good he, feral ve- very, very well could have been one of one of the first, not the first. One of. <laughs> no one, no one had yeah. ever heard of that spec until TBC when he <laughs> discovered <laughs> it. He clicked a button and discovered a feral spec. See, it's quite funny because it, uh, it has it's it's been a rocky road. It was, it's a rocky road as a feral, like even in. It's the same with vanilla, and I, I know it's probably people rather me say classic, but classic's classic, isn't it? It's vanilla and TBC. Uh, in vanilla, at the start, in Molten Core, actually Feral is really, really strong, but doesn't scale particularly well with gear, and yes, you need to use Wolf's Head Helm and lots and lots of consumables. And in TBC, it's the same. Incredibly strong uh, in Tier 4, but then just slowly taper off a bit until somewhere when you start getting loads of armor pen, gets better. But then Wrath... You can't even... I can't play my Feral in TBC at the moment. This is why I'm leveling a Paladin. As somebody who's played a Feral for so long, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I don't even want to play the TBC version of a Feral because it's not it's not Feral. You can't play Cat in TBC and say, I won't like it in Wrath because it's literally a different class. Uh, and in TBC, uh, in Wrath, they literally just come alive. They're absolutely... Mm. They're big pumpers, so consistent, so versatile. Uh, yeah. It's the best. Everyone should play a druid. Actually, no one should as, because they're not as, as competition cat. on gear. Maybe, maybe <laughs> do don't feel, bother. Do you feel that way as bear too, or are you mainly just talking from a cat perspective? Uh, I, I think in like non-shield tanks, as strong as prop paladins are, which they are. Don't get me wrong. We know they're going to be like the, the the favorite tank of the expansion. Expansion, but that's all because of you know DSAC, you know their personal cooldowns, the fact they got a second life. But but still, there's certain <laughs> bosses where it's only damage reduction that counts, you know, and damage that you can mitigate from armor. Anna Barak is a really good example where, you know, it's not like it was back in TBC or right now for you guys in TBC, uh, where you, you aim for 102.4% avoidance to be able to be crushing you. There is no crushing blows in Wrath. So with no crushing blows, actually shield tanks then are, they're weaker than they are in TBC and, and feral druids and DKs are particularly strong. But what sets prop paladin apart from all of them is yeah they may use a shield but again that that's not why you're taking them it's just everything else that they bring their threat AOE single target everything's so strong uh, but actually what I would prefer on just a single target hard hitting boss I would still prefer a feral tank hmm. yeah yeah well we derailed you on the gambling <laughs> <Yeah>. talk I think <laughs> oh Oh, we're in raid progress. Yeah, um, that's fine. That was more interesting than me complaining about gambling. Um, so we had a trash farm going. How did this happen? We have a, we had a trash farm going, and uh, oh, Kitty Claws brought Kitty Claus. Mira at the time. Um, brought a gambling add-on. If well, I don't know what the add-on is, is it calm down and gamble? Calm down and gamble. Yeah, so calm down and gamble. That's the add-on of the week. So it was fun. Everyone's having a good time. They're gambling, losing lots of money. Since then, we have ramped up the amount of money we're gambling so that individual <laughs> gambles, you can lose 
up to two thousand gold on a single mm-hmm. gamble. I so was like, it, what, what, like a gambling cap on, on what? What actually? So I don't understand. How does it work? Oh, it's just so it's just so the, it's like a bunch of it's an add-on that supplements a bunch of like roll mini games. So there's like a Yahtzee where you roll like one 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 to nine 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 nine. You try to get like doubles and stuff. There's uh, there's like a tournament style where you just roll ones and twos and whoever wins uh, is the like person the who rolls like bracket and the yeah and then bracket and then they play or, each other or they'll just be normal like high low if I roll a hundred you roll fifty you owe me fifty gold and stuff like that and but it's like seven or eight people yeah join. so you can have you can so have like, like ten people join and roll and like you, your chance of losing money is low your chance of winning money is low. But you can have some pretty <laughs> insane swings with these, uh, with some of these games. But I'm literally point, downloading it now, I'm sold. Oh, it's I have, <laughs> listen, it's fun, but you're like, and everyone, everyone is getting so feverish about it. Is the problem? Like, uh-huh. It's it's too fun. It's just gambling, <laughs> and everyone is like really into it. And at first, we had a rule that was no, we're not going to gamble during main raids. Somehow, that has turned into. We now are not going to gamble on bosses. On boss fights. <laughs> which is, like, <laughs> reasonable, but... Yeah. I, you know, it's great we're having fun. The problem is, all of the raid fun is now being channeled into gambling. <laughs> no one cares about the raid anymore. Because we are getting worse at raiding every week now. No. <laughs> so many people died bit. on trash this week. I, and, like, I don't... Listen, I understand that gambling's cool and fun, but I play the game to raid, you know, and that's everyone is so much I worse at raiding. Well, that's why you got satin BT. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that isn't why. Just so we all know. Um, but it's like it also doesn't help that all your healers gamble. All the heal the heal one of the healers them. running every single one of them. One of the healers is running the gambling. One of them is is the, all of them are gamblers. And then I'm just saying, <laughs> I think every single pull this week in Black Temple, we had like two to three deaths on every single pull. Uh, People died. That's because Mel wasn't over there. Over and over and over and over and over and over. Well, and then and like, like, I'm just I'm like, DPS'd. what is going on here? I'm uh, like, Mel wasn't there. I'm that's like, what's going on. It wasn't the gambling. So- Yep, yeah, one of the times I'm DPS and they're like, Bob still needs to roll. And I'm like, I'll roll when I'm, we're done with the pull. Okay, no, 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 no. This is ridiculous. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I told people I would call you out on the podcast for this. Bob cannot roll and press seed at the same time. That is, <laughs> no. that's on you, man. There's and a button. Not to mention, the add on gives mention, you there's a, just button. a button. You just like, have to click like you the have to button. Type. You don't have to type slash roll one to 100. No, you just have to click this button that says roll. Yeah, and that's all you have I to do. I am trying to do the best that I can for my raid. And No, I... you're not. You're lying. <laughs> I don't know why you can't do both. There's a cast time. I have to tab and everything else. You don't have to like, tab? What are you talking about? Sometimes you do. Yeah, sometimes you do. Cause oh, like, sorry. You mean tab target. I think you mean tab out of the game. Yeah, because like, <laughs> I'm... I'm like, getting to the point to where like I'm casting seed faster and like sometimes if I just stay one target, I actually waste a seed. Okay, so there's that. There's that aspect, which is we're all degenerating, right? <laughs> I'm I'm worried about our raid because we are getting worse every week now. Uh I, I our boss fights are, are going great. Our boss fights are great, our trash is going worse. Um then the only thing happening in comms are people talking about gambling the entire time. We the know in- exactly how much spell check is lost every yes, night. Yes, no one will stop talking about gambling. I don't <laughs> care that you lost money. 
I don't care that you won money. <laughs> it's just like it's droning on and on, well, and I'm blame, I'm, I'm honestly I like I, I get blame it. Kim. It's because fun. Kim has allowed me to gamble because I yeah, don't, you don't have to have money. money for consumes or enchants or anything like that. So now I'm like, I got 2K gold. What else am I going to do with it? Yeah, and then I, I, I think you're kind of onto something, actually. I, I think what you need to do is channel all this hatred towards gambling, but love for raiding into making a better gambling add-on. So what you want really <laughs> is, a, is gambling that's going to actually increase raid performance. So you bet on who's going to be first, second, and third. Maybe you can go for a double, in which case you're guessing who's going to be first and second on a boss, who's going to be top healer, who's going to be bottom, who is going to do percentage over and under, 10% of the damage, blah, blah. That's for trash for bosses. You have a full gambling card that you fill out at the start of the raid. How much you want to bet, it all goes into a pot. Boom. Now your raid's going to perform as best as they can. This is incredible. <laughs> somehow, now I hope you can make add-ons. We need to gamify. <laughs> somehow, for some reason, we need to gamify raiding where there's some sort of like mm -hmm. <laughs> incentive to perform. Mini I like game. If you... If you die, whoever dies the most has to give a certain amount of money. This is perfect. This is what I'm. Well, you'd, you'd bet My on only... deaths, wouldn't you? You'd bet on yeah, first bet death. On death. I'd say like, yep, first death, a thousand gold on that or whatever. <laughs> you know, but you would. You'd bet, and then you don't want to be the guy that gets bet on for dying first. Everyone would just try hard. It'd be great. I what think if I'm Yip's gold, healer maybe? and I bet on Yip to die first. I and saw then people just don't and then don't heal him. him. That's perfect. People were like forgetting to consume because they were gambling. I'm just saying, I gambling is fun. And there's a reason why it's putting everybody into a frenzy. And this tier is easy and on farm. But I'm afraid we're all going to be lulled into becoming degenerate gamblers. Sunwall's <laughs> going to come out. And we're not going to be able to do it because none of us has worked hard in a raid <laughs> for this entire... We're, in, we're about to be in like a four-month lull of just doing this farm that we've been doing. You know, ZA will come out. We're just going to do these raids over and over. We're going to forget how to play the game. I think that we should be... I we think it's encouraging goals. people to come. Then, if you need to gamble to come to main raid, <laughs> leave the guild. And I'm not even being, I'm not even joking. If you don't want to be there and you need something else to sustain you, I don't, you I'm don't just saying need it to makes be it there. Fun. She has a, she has a point. It gets people, it does probably get some people more motivated to come to the, to the trash no, farm. I'm totally fine with trash. I'm not talking about trash. I'm talking about raid night. In raid I'm with you, Yip. Listen, I'm, we, I'm we are you, not one-nighting content. Way worse guilds than us are one-nighting content right now. But we're we too could, busy resing could, people and complaining about how much gold we lost. And I think that's a little <laughs> crazy. That's just all. I think we should be setting we probably goals for could, ourselves. Though. Yes, we could. We're like, we should. But we're 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 <laughs> purpose we're purposely leaving mother trash though. No, we're yeah, but we shouldn't be. We should just be doing content as quickly as possible now. I'm over trash farms. We've gotten all the gems we need. Half the gems are Dude, free. I'm over solo trash farm. Well, like, yeah, solo trash farm. That's like a one-day event. <laughs> last, yeah, dude, last week, I'm the only Affylock that respect. I'm pulling, kiting, but everybody else showed up, and I didn't win a roll the entire solo day, and I was like, damn it. I was doing all the work here, and I didn't win shit. <laughs> All I'm saying is that we should be striving to hit higher goals, faster clear times, ranking ourselves on benediction so that we look good. We just got here. We should be you, we dude. should be doing as much as we can. And I'm not obviously this isn't like a threat for my part, but we're not on a dead server anymore. 
So people have options now. <laughs> like, I know, they, they could get poached. Yeah, like people can get poached. I'm not saying we would. We all transferred together. I'm not saying anybody is like going to leave. But after a few weeks of the people who don't care about gambling and making our raids a little bit worse, people are going to be like, dude, I'm, I'm tired of not one nighting this. This is like. Maybe yeah, people and they might not speak up gambling. until no, they're saying. like pissed, you know, because there's a lot of people that don't gamble. Yeah, it's only the same few people gambling and changing money. Between hands. I mean, it's like 10 people, which is like half the raid. And that's, listen, <laughs> I don't have an issue with gambling. It is very fun. And I'll join in, too. My only problem is that if raids get worse, then... Uh, I just think we need to put a cap on the amount of that we can gamble. I really when I accidentally, would do that. Our, our, when I accidentally join a 5,000 gold gamble, I'm what like, What is oh. going on? We're, we have, like, this creep. We have, like, this, this yeah. money it creep. It starts at, like, 100, that, 200, and then it's, like, 1,000. Yeah, and they're, they're they're snuck in there to trick people, but that's that's the whole rant. raid went really well. We had a really clean Illidan this week. Council went really well. Um, we're five healing everything. We four healed Mother this week with no Shadow Res gear on for some reason. Uh, not for some reason. <laughs> Our healers didn't show up, uh, <laughs> so we had I four healers. Up. You did show up, uh, so we had four healers, and um, you know <laughs> that was fine. I mean, we we did it. There was like seven of us still alive at the end, but and I <laughs> yeah. think I used my soul stone, but you know, whatever. It was it was fine. Uh, you know, these raids are, are quick enough uh, that it doesn't matter too much. We did get a, a cursed vision, our first actual DPS item that dropped. Now we have a skull, Uncle Dan, uh, but we did get some actual loot that wasn't a bulwark this week, thankfully. But uh, yeah, I mean, raid, raid is pretty easy. One one other thing with high jaw, I think that we have solved the riddle. It does appear that standing on the tower or on boxes causes the waves to not spawn <laughs> or the first wave to not spawn at the horde camp. So what we did was just have everyone follow me to the uh, horde camp. We just told everyone to sit still, <laughs> buff up, and yeah, then it, it was, seemed uh, to work fine. It was somebody in my chat, Svevlin? Dang it, I can't say his name, but shout out to you. Thank you for the tip. Uh, we did use it, and it did seem to work really good, so thank you. Can yeah. we talk about the fact that after like, after the first pull, there was like multiple people that were like, can we stand on boxes now? And I'm like, is it really like a necessary thing to stand on boxes? Like, why is it? It's, oh, I feel like it's because it you were told you can't stand on boxes. Everybody's like, but I want to jump on the box. <laughs> people just like listen it's like if you told me to stop jumping in combat i just can't stop <laughs> like i like hitting more buttons it's maybe the game's too simple for me that i just need to add space bar to my rotation where i'm just <laughs> i'm just jumping at all times you can't help it uh, all right well let's move into <laughs> Time for the news. There is no news this week. Let's move into... <sighs> Bobby, we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? All right, so this week's dis discussion, as always, when we have someone new on the show, we like to get to know them a little bit more. I feel like not a lot of people do this. We 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 want to know the man behind the videos, and that is Scotty J. So first off, 
Let's get a little bit about your WoW background. When did you first start playing, you know, before Classic? Uh, 2004. So literally, I played from about three days after release. Uh, and reason for that, I was playing City of Heroes at the time, for anyone who remembers City of Heroes. Uh, and two guys that... I, uh, were you a flyer, a speeder, or a jumper? Jumper. Super jump. I was... I was a flyer. Yeah, that was a fun game, dude. Oh, like, that game had it. so much potential. Uh, well, uh, do you know City of Titans is coming out? So I'm on their Discord and going on their alpha. I've played in their their test box, which is really cool. Uh, they're, they're literally, re basically, it's going to be City of Heroes 2, but it's called City of Titans. looks really, really cool. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Cool. Uh, I was playing that, and, like, well, I was playing Star Wars Galaxies, then went from Star Wars Galaxies to City of Heroes. You played Star Wars Galaxies? Uh, yeah, yeah, very, very hardcore. Oh my god. Uh, Wait till uh, you find very, out about this. The first Jedi right here. <laughs> my, my brother was the first on Bria. I don't know what server you played on, but he was, yeah. He, um, I, I don't remember what server I was on, but I was like the third on my server. Uh, I, my, my whole Star Wars Galaxies career was uh, was farming as much gear as possible as a defense stacked uh, Terakazi and then protecting him while he maxed out his Jedi template. So literally, my job was he, I was his bodyguard. I would just kill every bounty hunter that come near him uh, just so he didn't get in a deficit of XP. But then they ruined that that's, game because that's what Sony yeah. did. <laughs> so I went on to City of Heroes and I weren't going to leave City of Heroes. So, you know, it was a strange turn of events or maybe today I wouldn't even be sat talking to you because I didn't have any interest in World of Warcraft whatsoever. Didn't even know what Warcraft was. Never played Warcraft one, two, three, whatever they were. Oh, you know, wow. had no interest in them. I couldn't have even told you who Blizzard was, even though I did used to play Diablo two. Uh, but you know, it weren't like I weren't a big Blizzard fanboy. I just played a bit of Diablo two, and that's about it. Um, but the two two guys in the guild said they were going to get World of Warcraft, and I was like, well, you let me know if it's any good, and then I'll start playing it, and then you know, the rest is uh, pretty much history. So I played retail, uh, very high standard, uh, all through vanilla, TBC, RAF, Cata, Mop, Warlords of Draenor, um, and then I got so to... So you raided 40 hours a week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we was... I don't miss that. Oof. Well, we was server first uh, on, on pretty much every boss from oh, wow. the end of TBC all the way to Warlords of Draenor. We was, yeah. In vanilla, Mel and I were server second on our server. The Horde Guild was just way better than us on our on our on our server, but yeah, we remember the progression over and over again. Yeah, in vanilla, I, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still cleared everything. I, I never actually cleared Nax uh, in vanilla. I was in Same. the. I was in the second. I was in the second best guild on the server. Uh, server, and then I joined the number one guild on the server, and they fell apart at Four Horsemen. So then I we just fell stopped apart running. big time. Yeah, like basically, people were quitting. And we were getting new people and having to go back to BWL and MC. And, like, we only got four bosses in Nax. Like, it, it was bad. And the guild just kept losing people. And there was just no way to go on. TBC was announced. And, you know. Mm, yeah. I think that's the story for a lot of people. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, but then, yeah, played. And it was in TBC when I started a guild. And we, I mean, there's probably people watching the, the podcast now that are from the guild from back in the day. You know, we've stuck together through... All, all, well, we all got back together for wow. classic, and we all play private servers together, and yeah, nice. there's a lot of us. Um, but yeah, and then it weren't the Legion. I got to 110. Well, I believe it was 110. That was max level in Legion, uh, and then I never actually done anything. I literally dinged 110. I started a new job around that time, 
which was extremely demanding, uh, and never looked at WoW again until 2019 when Classic was getting announced and uh, then came back and then started making content. And that's just what I do now. I just play WoW and drink gin and everything's good. <laughs> yeah, so, so a question for you, like when you came back to Classic. So Mel and I, well, I initially came back to Classic thinking I'll get level 30 or 40, maybe get a mount, nostalgia, this would be cool. And it was just like a couple weeks in and I was like, no, dude. I'm back. Like, did you come in thinking it'd just be like, uh, eh, we'll do this? Or were you thinking, oh, I'm in this for the haul? Uh, mine was the complete opposite to you. And when I say complete opposite, uh, I like I booked time off work at launch because obviously I was actually working a, a real job, you know, a well, proper I, man's job. I then. did that too. Uh, <laughs> and me and my brother, with like my brother's older than me, but with like all, you know, we play stuff like I say, Star Wars Galaxy City of as well. You know, when something like a launch happens, we normally get together either at his or mine, and and then just you know, no life it for a, a week or whatever. Um, and that's what we've done. We like literally created more or less uh, sort of matching character names. I was Flip, he was Flop, you know, it's got to be done. <laughs> uh, and we was going to go really hard. But strangely, I quit at 51. I got so bored of leveling. He got to 60. I think he was one of the first 60 hunters on the server. Uh, and I just gave up at 51 and was like, I just can't even be bothered. And it weren't until then he started doing all the pre-raid gearing and that. And I was like, Man, I really, I just need to get it done. Like uh, you must have been Alliance, huh? We was Alliance on Earthshaker. Because uh, like fifties is rough on Alliance, man. Yeah, I just, I'm really, really bad at leveling. Like as in, I've got a lot of characters. <laughs> if I was to tell you what I've got on TBC, you'd think I love it. Uh, but I hate leveling. You know, as in what? And honestly, I detest it. That's why on, uh, on private servers, put it this way, there's a private server that I started playing recently, uh, Apollo 3, which is a Cataclysm server. Uh, and it's times three, which times three XP sounds, that sounds reasonable, don't it? I quit there at 55 because I couldn't be bothered. It was, too, <laughs> it was too slow. I want times 12 or nothing. It's like, give me times 12 and I'll do it. If I can get to, you know, max level in eight to nine hours, then I'm happy. Anything longer than that, what's the point? I, I love. Questing. I never really see. I kind of like questing a little bit in TBC, but like I really never enjoyed leveling until hardcore, and that was when I finally was like, "Oh, this is actually fun with the hardcore rule set." But any other time, I'm like, "Get me there as fast as possible." And I took, you know, I took boosts on different characters. I was like, I'm, I'm not, you know, like. I'm not making any excuses. Like, mm. I don't want to go through all of that crap. Like, I like the end of the game. Sue me. I, I, I agree with you. I loved hardcore. Like, absolutely. Like, I was a big adv advocate for hardcore, um, and I really wanted to stick with it. But um, there's a real big problem that when I'm doing hardcore, I'm streaming. When I'm streaming, I drink. When I drink, <laughs> I start forgetting what I'm actually doing in the game, and then I die. And, and it, uh, you know, my, my, my hardcore deaths... Are pretty impressive. Like some of them are quite impressive because dude, it, I I drowned at twenty nine one time because I th I had thought I had drank an underwater breathing pot, and I was a little sauce too. <laughs> but I had actually drank an intellect pot, and it actually didn't give me higher intelligence because I didn't realize I was drowning until it starts. It still started ticking, and in classic like vanilla. Like you die fast when mm. it starts to tick. Like it just chunks you. And um, it was I the died worst. to the Ani boss and Stormwind on my first hardcore character. 
Yeah, you know where all the guys yeah, spawn when you're doing the audio tune bit. She just walked by and got cleaved. Yeah, but I but I do <laughs> stupid things, you know, like I'd start like the start of the stream, you know, I've been live for five, ten minutes. I'm super sensible. I'm like, you know, see if there's two mobs, I'm CCing one. I'm only pulling when I've got health potions ready. Like I, I'm being super sensible. By the end, I'm like, I'm level eight. I can take Hogger on. This would be easy. You know, uh, like, honestly, yep. that was what I was like. Um, we done a duo <laughs> hardcore, me and uh, Inform, uh, and we was in you know the Red Ridge Cave with the elites in Red Ridge, um, mm -hmm. not Red Ridge, sorry, not Red Ridge, uh, Loch Moden, the t at the top left, the elites yeah. in there, oh, the, oh. the ogres, the top right, yeah, yeah, yeah. the top right. I, the I, we was doing yep. that at like level twelve because I was like, <laughs> we can do it, mate, we can do it. Have faith. How much you had to drink? And he's like, I've not started drinking yet. And I'm like, well, I've had enough. We'll be fine. You know? <laughs> Dude, I, I I would have people in my chat begging me, Bob, just fish or something. Stop playing. And I'm like, I'm fine. We're good. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but no, uh, so I think that about answered it anyway, didn't I? Yeah, I've, you know, I, I played up until Legion very seriously. I did go back to BFA and really did want to actually get back into retail. Um, I've got as for people from our guild, like I say, that we we played with all throughout the expansions. They're still playing retail, and they like boosted me through mythics. They literally boosted me to uh, whatever level it was. I can't remember what was it in, in BFA. Was it fifty or something? I, was that? I can't remember. Whatever the max level was, they boosted me to. Um, I like one twenty. Was it one twenty? And then the yeah, switch for shadow runs. Yeah, they crunched in shadow. Yeah, so they boosted me in some dungeon and got me like a. a to 120 in about 15 minutes it was ridiculous and then got all the gear in mythics started working on the legendary cape on neck whatever it was and then i just the problem with me is i'm a i really am a completionist you know as in if you were to look at my character now in retail the amount of achievements i've got probably even today is is you know quite high uh because i would make sure you know i had glory of every single hero you know raiding dungeons everything all reputations but i would yeah i was just a completionist i used to play one character and that was my druid so i would do absolutely everything on it so now when i go on retail i just feel so far behind and i don't know what's going it's on so bloated it's just bloated like that's like everybody asks would you ever come back to retail i'm like dude i can't it's just there's there's no way they could fix it it is bloated yeah they need like 10.0 for me needs to be not like a full reset um, but I think it's a good opportunity to be quite close to a reset, you know, even even achievement wise, you know, to a certain extent, put them all as like legacy achievements where yeah, they're done yeah, now, you know, like just that. a real big reset where it draws everyone in. Everyone feels like they're on a, a level playing field, but everybody who, who has been playing for the last 15, 16 years, you know, has still got their evidence that they've done it all. Do you know what I mean? That sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That would actually be really cool. And then you could kind of differentiate Mm -hmm. And you'd feel like you're not way far behind. I get that. Yeah, absolutely. So my next question, I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but favorite expansion? Mm. Um, I, I'm, I've got to say Wrath, obviously. Wrath is my favorite expansion. I've, I, I was playing Wrath uh, before T, uh, Classic, before Classic Vanilla launched uh, on different private servers, just on and off. Um, but... I've got to be honest, as much as I love Wrath and I've now been, you know, going through all the raids on every class and really enjoying it. And I think overall for uh, systems that are in place and everything, it's a really nice balance between cl that classic feel and retail. You know, it's more or less where it's the sweet I spot. I think it's the best. Yeah, mm. the sweet spot. And then they just kept going too far past it. Definitely. 
But, and it's a big but, uh, there was a new mop server that launched recently that I went on. And I went on it thinking, I'm going to I'm gonna hate this. Like, why am I bothering? Like, it's mop. I don't even remember enjoying mop back in the day. And I really, really enjoyed it. You know, to the point where I was like, oh, man. I, I think mop is good. Yeah, I, I play, really enjoyed it. I'll play classic. I, I keep saying I'll play classic all the way through mop. That's like my end point where I think like, all right, we did good. <laughs> I think, and I think that's a really good end point. Like quite honestly, like that. If that's where it, it did end, I think that's a good point to end. Because even Catter, Catter is not as bad as people remember. It was only the big content drought patches, like where you was in Dragon Soul for a year. You know, it's that people only remember the bad things. But Catter actually, as an expansion and how the classes played, is not. It's not that bad. I think we all deserve another look at Catter too, uh, and even Mop. A lot of people still weren't playing at either a high level, weren't experiencing raids at a high level, and they were just. I mean, we all look back and be like, oh, man, I don't like Cat, I don't like Mop. But coming back to a classic experience when we're all playing the way we do now, I, I just want to see how they pan out. I'm curious. Like, why, you know, like, if they ended the after Wrath. Mug. I, you are nuts. <laughs> I like Reforging, <laughs> I, hate, I forgot how much these, I like Reforging. I hate Transmog, This is anti-Transmog. Um, yeah, yeah, Reforging. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of interesting systems that aren't, like, bloat systems yet by the time mops out and I, I and it's just it's fun it's good i would like to see if we feel differently coming back to it now that, that's my most important thing is if they end it we'll never know <laughs> we'll never know if we were Do actually you think gonna like they'll actually end it though like in my opinion i think that they will keep it going as long as it's going i think yeah, they'll do every expansion there. because if they say they're gonna end it after mop they're basically saying Oh, no, no, they wouldn't end it they would. after mop right like oh i see what you're saying well like if they say we're gonna do classic up until mop then what they're saying the rest of the content isn't worth i mean that, that they... is assuming that they're gonna tell us anything we, we i mean they're not are they they don't tell <laughs> us anything until <laughs> it's like oh mop, mop's before. out next week and you're like what but we haven't even had raf yet and they'll be like yeah it's all right <laughs> we, we've got mop <laughs> files and we know it. they work it's all right <laughs> yeah. well that's why rat's the last option for me, I mean, they could they could go back and change their strategy. I think Wrath's their last chance to do a classic plus experience. <laughs> they if, if they don't want to have to pull an end date at some point, then they should do. They should. You know, Blizzard needs to to man up and then make a classic plus experience where they're developing new content for a single expansion. But they can't just run through all of the expansions <laughs> forever, and it's just it's just too crazy. It's too many years. Um, to not go back to vanilla. Like, it makes sense for them to go through some expansion and then maybe, like, revert back to vanilla and do it again, but they can't... I just can't see, like, in eight years, we're in 10.0 classic and we're... <laughs> it just seems, that just seems too crazy to me. But but a lot of people do still join retail today. You know, I get people join yeah. the stream and they're like, oh, what class would you recommend? And I'm like, what are you playing? Classic or retail? And they say retail, and I'm like, wow, people are actually still starting Shadowlands now, like, fresh. So you're like, and really? I have no idea what class. Yeah, to play. and I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, just go druid. It's gonna be good. Uh, <laughs> people come in like, do people come into my chat? I think they do it to troll me. But they're like, tell me all this about retail. I'm like, dude, I can't talk to you about retail. I don't know anything about retail. I can't help you. I know <laughs> like, it's not as good as like, classic. <laughs> but no, uh, it's you know, not so my game. But if people are still joining that today, you know, if if Shadowlands Classic, as cringe as it sounds, if in eight to ten years that launched, people would probably go, oh well, I didn't actually play Shadowlands, and then would play it. I'm not saying it's the it's the thing that Blizzard should be doing. Um, I I 
personally, I would go about as far as Mop, maybe Wad, because I don't think Wad was that bad. Um, and then I'd, yeah, I, w- I would call it a day. And in between now and then, they've just got a team that are working on Classic Plus, Vanilla Plus. But I, I'm very uh, anti, like, I'm very anti vanilla, as in I don't actually like mm. vanilla a- at all. I-, I don't like the class balance. I don't like 40 man raids. I don't, I'm not even that much of a fan of the smaller raids only being 20 man. Um, but I love the zones. I love the dungeons. I love how big everything is, you know. So for me, to go all the way to RAF and then do RAF Classic, that almost, uh, RAF, sort of RAF Classic Plus, would almost say, well, that most of that content's going to probably revolve around Norfriend and the story of Norfriend still. And then you've got all of Outland that's dead, all of, Nor- you know, Eastern Kingdoms and Kalimdor that's dead. For me, it would be like, go back to the roots, just have the two continents that we know everyone loves and they work, but make the classes better, make the raids more, you know, scout, have them scaled, have them as flex raids, but then have mythic raids or heroic raids, whatever you want to call them, but then start developing new content. Because ultimately, when you think about all of the expansions, Eastern Kingdoms and Kalimdor, they are still the two biggest, two biggest continents that there ever has been. So surely they're the places where they could put things in easy, you know, easier than, than messing about too much with Northrend where it's already very small. Yeah, I think they absolutely, so what, if they're going to go through all the expansions and like continue going, then yeah, they just have to have a, something side by side for people like us. Because there's still going to be that unsatisfied, like people who are asking for classic originally that you need to address um, in some way. And I'll revert back to my normal, uh, my normal saying of old school RuneScape <laughs> is flourishing right now. Uh, sorry, what, Mel? Do you think that that's what they're doing with Season of Mastery? Like, different... I think they're testing out an option. Right, they're I testing don't out think, different options. I don't think playing the same expansion over and over again, even with like increased XP, is like what they should be doing. My my point is yeah. with Old School RuneScape, they have developed content in the same style of game that it was at the time, but the things that people are doing today are 100% different than what we were doing back in the day with RuneScape, but everyone still loves it. Like you don't have you don't have people being like this isn't how it was back in the day. Like that that section is gone and people are playing it like a legitimate MMO now. Whereas mm-hmm. classic, I'm sure that I'm sure people who play retail are still like nostalgia goggles on. You're only playing cuz it's like old stuff, but like old school RuneScape has become its own game that like stands on its own. Well, I think, I think that, se- wow, Season of Mastery was really going down the right route. So for me, the way it seemed to me like it was working was they was like, right, let's give people something a little bit different but still feels familiar. So we'll make raids harder. You know, we'll remove things that people don't want, like, well, buffs. You know, we'll make these subtle changes. And then it was like, I don't know, whoever's in charge of Season of Mastery of that particular development team went, right, you need to launch next week. And they was like, what? We've yeah. not finished We've <laughs> not finished it. We've not finished it yet. What do you mean launch next week? And they're like, oh, well, we've got nothing else coming out. So just put Season of Mastery out how it is. It'll be fine. Uh, you know, it, it just felt rushed. Whereas I, I was mega excited for season of mastery because I was watching it unfold, and I was like, right, next week or the week after, they're gonna say class balance is gonna be addressed. They're gonna, they're gonna buff, you know, spells, maybe introduce different talents. They're gonna do something, and then they didn't, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm just not gonna play it then. Yeah. The only reason well, I play it is because of hardcore, right? And I, yeah. I do think it was also too soon, like. We just spent a really long time in classic. Gotten, <laughs> especially for people like us that got everything cleared next all the way to the end and stuff. But I want to get us back to Scotty real quick. Mm-hmm. We're going to get on to Wrath in just a second. Uh, 
Horde or Alliance? Alliance. Sorry. Woo! Nice. Nice. Oh, oh good. Oh, good. I'm surrounded by no, friends. No, no, you're, you're yeah. good. You are. I think you're one place. of the only Alliance guests we've had mm. most yeah, of we, the time. Even when uh, we have an Alliance I used to play guests, Horde back in the day. Horde. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm Alliance. Uh, there, there's times where our guild, like as a guild, we switch faction, uh, especially during Wrath, actually, more so than anything else, because the racials are just so much better for PvE. But then I think even yeah. Kata, we de- no, we didn't because I was a troll druid in Kata. It might have been like Mop where we then went back to Alliance, but yeah. Mel and I were it's not as bad in Vanilla, but TBC through the rest, we were Horde. But when we came back, we're like Alliance. It's not as bad mm. being a druid Horde because you don't have to look at the ugly druid characters. You know, mm-hmm. you still get to Tours. be a- Torns are actually not that ugly. It's no, they're the, it's all the ugly ones. except what? for Blood Elves. Or, no, um, I agree. What is it? Go take yeah. another look at the cows. They are adorable. No. They are <laughs> legit adorbs. Okay? They look quite <laughs> bear-like, though. I thought you'd have been scared of them. Listen. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're like a bear on two legs. They're quite close, we, really. My, so Even scarier. The, actual, the reason I'm not afraid of cows, and this is for everybody, is because we selectively <laughs> bred them to be in like their puppy state all their lives, so they're affectionate and non-aggressive. If cows were wild still, they're actually wild. really nice. If cows were wild still, I'd be. Those things are beasts. It's like a moose. If you meet a moose in the wild, <laughs> whew, you don't want to be there. All right. I'd hate. Yeah, I'd hate to be in your dreams, honestly. I don't have. I feel like it's I should reiterate. I don't have. I don't often have dreams involving sure. bear nightmares, but I don't often remember my dreams. So, like. Two to three times a year, I have a, a resounding bear dream that I just remember. That's all. It's, it's not that big of a deal. That's a lot. Dude, I have the That's most epic dreams, and I can wake up. And sometimes I sleep in way too long because I I can go right back to sleep and get right back into the same spot of the dream. I'll do the same. So I like wake up, and I'm like, well, I got to see what fucking happens. <laughs> like, So I go back to sleep, like, and I have the most epic dreams. So I, I never, never want to see what there. happens because there's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> the dreams, I mean, I, I just there there are like, some, I'm up, I'm up. like imagine you walk into your house and then face to face there's a grizzly bear there. That that's the kind of dream I have where I'm like, oh, I have to shut the door and I'm like, I mean, I we lived in, in Colorado. I had friends that like a bear came in and took all the popsicles out of their freezer. Yeah, a black like, bear. Yeah, black. I I live. Listen, I live in the Northeast. We have black and we even have grizzly bears. We have brown bears, which are I think they're the same species, just locational geographic. <laughs> but black bears are are nice cuties who eat berries. Okay, they're nice and little bears, and they, they eat popsicles. They they terrorize like trampolines. All right, yes. that's black bears are nice. Not that I want to meet one. I have had so nice to say sorry on the trampolines. In fact, this was my. <laughs> Just so we can move on from this, my my black bear nightmare I had once. I was so you have had a black I was bear take, nightmare, but it, I wasn't afraid of the black bears. Here's what happened: I was I, someone asked me to watch their baby for some reason, and I <laughs> oh god, and Kip just went off about up, how much he hates babies for, for some reason. I decided to. I decided it would be a good idea to leave the baby in a room of black bears. And when I came back, the baby was gone. And I was like, oh, 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 no. Oh, God. And then I woke up and I was like, I guess that counts as a bear nightmare. Yeah. For, for me, the way that gosh. dream would have went was I'd have come back and gone, oh, my, oh, it's not mine. Never mind. 
<laughs> and then I'd have probably just put oh, the computer. How do you, on, but, you know. how do you explain to your friend? Don't or leave your babies baby? with Yip or Scotty. Well, how no, is no, so even, even my aware. wife don't leave our children with me, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, just uh, l- last little thing here before we jump onto the stream. What do, uh, what do your streams normally consist of? And did you stream before Classic? Um, no. So my first stream, I think, was Blackwing Lair, um, as in yeah, Black Blackwing Lair in classic, uh, and I had no idea what I was doing. I, I've not, I've, I've not been uh, sort of engrossed in the whole streaming or YouTube content creators. You know, like I came when I came back to classic when it launched, I was like, right, where's Fat Boss? Uh, and there was nowhere to be seen, you know. Uh, so I, I, I'm very old school, you could say. You know, like I'm not kidding. One of my maybe in my first week of streaming, someone was like, uh, I said something about Asmongold, and I had to go and Google him. I didn't know who he was. And I, it's I didn't that know bad. who he was until Classic either. Yeah, I didn't know who he was. I, you know, I've been in a very, uh, you know, for years in a really high profile job where I was traveling. You know, sometimes I do four or five countries in a week. Uh, you know, I used to be away five, six nights a week, pretty much every single week for a, a good, a, a good amount of years. Uh, so watching That's YouTube rough. videos and that, unless it was like I don't know bear attacks or something, there weren't really that much that I used <laughs> to find funny. Um, so when I yeah when I came back to classic, I didn't know what I was doing. People would talk to me like I was an absolute noob. You know, they're like, "How can you not know who this person is?" I'm like, "I don't know." You just said Keck W in chat. What are you talking about, mate? Like, don't, I know, don't, have still... a, don't have a go at me when you don't even know how to spell. Uh, <laughs> you know, but honestly, that's what it was like. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, yeah, first stream was around sort of yeah Blackwing Lair time, and I, I, it was all right. I did I. I still don't act, believe it or not, I don't actually enjoy streaming that much. I love making YouTube videos. Uh, streaming, I, I, I don't mind doing. Like, you know, it sort of just comes as part of it now, don't it? If you make YouTube videos, you're sort of expected to stream. Um, Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I, I started streaming with the Hardcore Challenge when Season of Mastery came out, and I'd never really streamed before, like, regularly. And, like, I found it to be, like, the biggest cheat. Like, Chat would tell me, they're like, you can go there and buy a sword. It's way better than anything you get. I was like, what? I didn't even know. I've never even looked on a vendor. What the hell? You know, oh, yeah. just like so many things they tell me. And I learned, like, it's stuff that I would have had to Google. Like, I like ask a question. I'm about to Google it. And they just answer me. And I'm like, is that true? Oh, wow. Okay. You know, and it's really kind of a neat thing for me recently, but that's only recently, but I get it. Like, it's weird. Yeah, and, pe- right? and people say, you know, like, uh, you know, oh, you're going to blow up when Raph comes out on Twitch and all that. And it's like, that's the thing that I don't want. Like, uh, quite honestly, <laughs> if I saw too much growth on Twitch, I would stop streaming. And I know that sounds strange. <laughs> I like it Because everyone too. should want it. Yeah, I want to know who everyone is. If someone says something in chat, I want to know uh, who they are and that they've got a bit of a personal connection with me. You know, that's a... If someone jumps in yep. chat, nothing's and worse they're just than a number. it like scrolling so fast you can't even yeah, read it. Yeah, I don't know how those people like, do it. Yeah, I, it, it, for me that's not enjoyable. I don't want to be sat like I'm some sort of TV program. You know, I want to be. It's just yeah, a community <laughs> building a community on Twitch and enjoying being around those people. You know, that for me uh, is that that that's the key. But that's refreshing. I think that pretty much answered yeah. your question, didn't it? That was when I started. <laughs> yeah, I might yeah. have gone on a bit of a tangent, okay. but that's what I do. The last one, and this one, so 
I've seen I've I, I watch all your videos because I'm I consume every bit of content about classic that I can. I'm a nut. Thank you for still making videos because a lot of people stopped. But in one video, so I've seen you a ton of times in your bar mm. and a ton of yours in your studio here. But then in one video, I realized because you walked the camera through that just right to your left, I believe it's your left. Mm -hmm. Is a door to your bar. Yeah. Like, it's it, all connected. It like, is now. That's so cool. Yeah, it wasn't. So, okay, so tell me how this all came about. Oh, that's, that's quite an interesting story, actually. Um, <laughs> dude, I, I, dude, I want to hear it. Yeah, no, so obviously, I, uh, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, I'm quite, well, I'm, what I'm known for is two things. You know, playing private servers, he's <laughs> probably number one, uh, and getting drunk. You know, they're like the two things that I'm quite good at. I know how to get on a private server, and I really know how to get drunk, you know. Um, <laughs> Podcasting and getting drunk, you know, we're, we're kind of like brothers from another mother here. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's awesome. Maybe we'll have to have a drink together on stream at some point. Uh, <laughs> That'd be awesome. But no, so I, I was doing a, a subathon during the TBC launch, uh, and I kept, you know, like, going, cause so I built where, like, the studio that I'm in now, I built. It, it's outdoors, you know, it's not connected to the house. I've got two kids, uh, obviously a wife, she's really annoying. She's probably watching. Um, so I was like, right, I need to get as far away as possible, because I used to be in, like, a utility room, you know, so, like, where you've got a washing machine and a sink and all that. And, and, and like, Meta Goblin will know, because he'd been over and we had a, a night in there, and it was all green screened up and that, but it was still part of the house, and as you can imagine, I'm really loud. So it was less me actually wanting to get away. It was more uh, saying, you're getting out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I so I got it's a it's a shed. It look, genuinely, if you was to look at it from the outside, but it's it's classed as a workshop, you know. So if it's got like massive double doors, but I've turned it into one door. It used to have windows. It's now got none because I don't want any natural light because I'm like you know I'll start burning up. <laughs> uh, so I uh, yeah, I, but then converted it. You know, it's all insulated, double insulated floor, insulated ceiling. You know, it literally is like a a, a big bedroom, um, and then. But I used to have to keep going. So do you in. ever get in trouble and have to sleep there? Oh, well, I do. Yeah, I mean, I've got a so I've got a sofa in here, which like if I sit on the sofa, I've got the big telly in front of me for the Xbox and mm. that. But it does pull out into a bed. So funny it's enough, a nice doghouse. It is. A, it's an amazing like when you're doghouse. In the doghouse. Great. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Imagine kicking, doghouse ever. Imagine so funny your story. Husband out, and this is what happened. <laughs> like, yeah, imagine you getting mad at Bobby and being like, "Go sleep somewhere else," and he goes to that, and he's like, "This is glorious." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. That's why I say bad things about her on stream, hoping that she says, "Don't come indoors tonight." But it, it never happens that way. But no, it's funny you say that. Last night when I was on stream, uh, I, I left the keys indoors, and she had gone to bed. So I was like, oh, no, I've got to stay out here. What a nightmare. Uh, but then she <laughs> woke up. up beers. Yeah, I know. But then she woke up and saw me streaming and was like, I've put your keys outside. So I was like, damn it. Thanks. <laughs> um, but, but the way the bar come about. So I needed to keep going indoors for stuff, obviously, because, you know, it, this wasn't as self-sufficient as it is now. I've got everything in here now. You know, I can literally cook out here. I've got microwave, toaster, kettle. You know, I, I, I could more or less live out here. Um, and I was doing a subathon, uh, which is, you know, when people donate and sub, obviously it adds time and you stream for longer. Uh, and there was t two guys was like, why don't you just build a bar? And I was like, yeah, all right, I'll just get like 10 grand out and go and build a bar. No word of a lie. They all started donating. Uh, I think I got about five or six thousand pounds worth of donations in about 10 minutes. And they was like, right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They was like, right, build a bar. And I was like, oh, uh, all right, I really need to, I need to do this then. So I'd done it wrong. 
long story short, I mean, I, I built the bar and it's great. You know, it's on the side of this building uh, and it's got nice like double sliding doors that, that open out into the summer where I've got a barbecue area and that out the front. But during the winter, I never went in there because it was an outdoor bar. You know, it was it, it had a roof and everything, but it was cold. It weren't insulated or anything. So actually, a couple of months ago, I was like, I'm just going to cut a hole in the wall. I'm going to cut a hole in the wall into the bar. I'm going to do what I've done in here there. So now, yeah, I've got a door that connects the two. That's fully, like, triple insulated. Um, and I've got a second PC out there with a few screens and fully functional bar. Yeah, but that, you know, I wish I'd have done that at the start. It would have made much more sense to have just done it properly the first time round. But it was more of a little gimmick. You know, people were like, we'll buy you a bar. So I was like, oh, oh okay. Uh, I got to get a bar now. <laughs> yeah, I'll just build an outdoor bar. But now it's re- it's so functional. Like, it's brilliant. I sit out there and edit. Because you, you know, you guys will know when you're like, if you're sat, you know, editing the podcast together and stuff like that. Sometimes it gets a bit much just sat in the same place in some, in front of the same computer. So just being able to just mm-hmm. sit there. I know it's only next door, but it's a different room, different environment. You're in a different headspace when you sat there thinking. Uh, yeah, I, I absolutely love it, and I, I'm doing more with it in the summer actually. So I'm putting a uh, like a full canopy on the side of it with the barbecue area and a, a chimney, and the, yeah, there's there's still it's still a work in progress. <laughs> That is awesome. That is so awesome. Do you have a right, toilet? Well, yes. Oh, okay. uh, again, that was that 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 was another addition. You know, it worked. It, it was literally just a. I had to keep going indoors. So basically, I've slowly <laughs> built it up to be to the point where I don't need to go indoors because I, I stream late. You know, sometimes I'm still streaming at five o'clock in the morning. I, I don't want to go in and wake the kids up every 10 minutes because, you know, I've got like an alcoholic's bladder where you have one, like now I need to go, you know, I have one glass of drink and I'm like, right, I'll be back in 17 minutes. It's always quite precise. Um, So, yeah. Yip's not really happy with me about that in Raid. He's like, just hold it, Bob. (laughs) Yeah. I, all, all I say is that it's weird that 20 minutes into Raid, people have to go to the bathroom. That's all I, (laughs) that worries me. me. Well, their get mom your, did not tell them before you log into checked. raid, you need to potty. You know, like. See, I feel like if I didn't have the toilet there, I don't know what your backyard situation is fence wise, but I feel like I'd just be like, "Well, there's a tree." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, it, 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 I'm not gonna lie. There were nights where that happened. I mean, I've had some <laughs> some crazy nights. So I, I'm very, uh, very like quite social. You know, as in I've had other streamers come round. And we've had nights, you know, I've had met around here. Mike PW is a guy, like, he's a viewer, but, you know, I class him as a mate now. We've met a few times. Um, and we've had some some of the craziest nights on stream that you can <laughs> possibly imagine. I, I wouldn't, that we've done stuff on stream, on Twitch, that I wouldn't even say out loud on this podcast. Because you'd just, you'd just judge me. I don't want to be judged. <laughs> There's only one person that's going to judge me. <laughs> the worst is when you wake up the next day and you're like, shit, do I need to delete the VOD? Yeah, I know. <laughs> My, mine, the worst one I've done is I, when I woke up, I was like, do I need to ring an ambulance? I mean, I won't even go into what happened in the story, but uh, there was plenty of people watching live. They made sure that the guy was all right. So it was, mm. it was fine. It's good. Oh, man, man. All right. Well, <laughs> let's let's jump into Wrath Talk. Um, all right. So I just kind of put these in the order I thought made sense. So talk about achievements uh do we like them do we love them do we hate them are are they gonna come in pre-patch like they did i mean they are originally came in pre-patch because i remember doing them up to the release but 
Just whatever you guys want to talk about achievements. Achievements are so cool because... Sorry, can I just nip off just for literally two minutes? Speaking about... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Back in a sec. Of course. <laughs> I'll, I'll go on my pre-can talk about achievements and how great they are. Uh, no, achievements are really cool. Uh, they make quote-unquote dead content interesting because half of an MMO is just showing off to other people what you've done. And if you have to get exalted with a bunch of factions and nobody knows about it, what's the point? But now that I can say that I'm Yip the Exalted with a nice title and an achievement I can link, life becomes a lot better. I mean, I think achievements are, are awesome, and anyone who disagrees can just have their opinion to themselves. I really like uh, achievements. Like, I got really into them. I assume I'll get really into them again. But at the same time, I really wish they were account-wide because... Back in the day, it made me not want to play other characters because I didn't have as many achievements, and like I'd really like to not have that. Also, I'd like to have it to where if you've done a raid with your main guild, then you have that achievement to link for your alts, you know, because alts getting into pug runs and stuff where you have to link achievements, it's just like, dude, well, I have to do it, like... You just expect me just to do it someplace else and then find a pug? Like, a pug is where you're supposed to do it, so I don't know. But that might not even be a problem in this day and age. No, because I I, I just don't see, I don't know, people over-exaggerate how much people are going to be pugging to begin with, <laughs> I think, uh, for the most part. But yeah, I mean, um, achievements are, are definitely, I think, overall good. I know some people got upset with achievements, with people like requiring them, like you said, to, like you have to link the achievement. Uh, in order to come, but I don't know. I feel like that's a player problem, not like an achievement problem. I've and I feel like, like I feel like it'll be different in this day and age. I don't think it's gonna be people because before people had no way to know if you knew how to play. Lots of people know how to play now. It used to be a lot different. I think it'll be different this time. But I still would love achievements to be account wide, so I don't feel bad playing my alt. Would you want mounts and pets to be account wide like they do later in retail? That's like it's like the know. same vein that you're talking kinda, about. Kinda. I mean, you're talking. I, mean, yeah, I did know. like that. Like I like I I had the tiger from week two of Wrath. Like, and would have been cool to have it on every character. I guess. Like, so I think I'm kind of for that. I don't know. I'm still on the fence a little bit about that, but I think it should all be nods. account wide, definitely, and especially achievements because you, you know achievements you've, is you've the big one. I think. You've achieved it. You know what? It's it, it's literally the clues in the title. It, it doesn't matter what character you've achieved it on. No one's going to go, oh, but you done that on a warlock, and now you're a mage. It's like, well, what, what difference does that make? You're probably yeah. worse. You know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. no, it, I, I think it should be account wide. The only thing that that maybe if you're linking achievement, then it it will show whether it's obtained or not obtained on that character. You know, if that. If that's the case, but quite honestly, who cares? You know, as in, if someone said to me, "Link achievement," I'll send them an, ach an achievement, and it will show that it's complete because there's an add-on called Fake Achiever. So, what what yeah. difference <laughs> does it make, really? I don't, and I use it. I use it on Wrath. It's like, yeah, I'll link you the achievement. I mean, Tok come out four minutes ago. It literally <laughs> launched four minutes ago. Yeah, I've already done it on Twenty Five Heroic. Honestly, you're like, I'm real yeah. good. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm ex I'm excited for him. I know I'm going to be doing a bunch of them, and it's just it's a little endorphin hit, you know, not the same as digging a level, but it's like 
Yeah. I don't know. It's almost better for me because I'm already at max level. I'm already in my gear and I'm just getting these, you know, I'm just, I'm just knocking shit out, you know? Yeah. It gives you a reason to, to do the other stuff. And uh, I, I, I totally agree with the account wide stuff. The, the system itself has no replayability in it whatsoever. Like explore all the zones and stuff like, like that. Sort of, there's no reason you would want to do that on all of your alts. So the fact that there is no, like it's not designed to be, it's almost designed to be account wide because it makes no sense. Even mounts, like okay, Raven Lord mount. It's got you know this X drop rate or what you know this low drop rate, and you have to get it on all your characters if you want it on all your characters. Like those sort of things, I've always found to be uh, kind of well, silly. And then and it will it, become account wide, so, and it was a waste of time getting it on all it, your characters anyway. So I wasted it, it, so much time when, they when, when we know wide. what's coming down the line. This this is the the way they need to look at classic on the basis we know the roadmap before before they do probably because ultimately right. it's the players that dictate whether the next expansion in classic is going to come or not because are we playing the game so mm-hmm. we we already know that account wide achievements and mounts are going to come which is going to make people not bother doing it whereas back in original wrath we did, we wouldn't we didn't know we didn't know that we was going to get it all account wide so you would do it on multiple characters so it's almost yep. a gimme in it it's just like yeah make it account wide yeah. from the start there's no no don't mess about yeah, I had to get the albino so, Drake on two characters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? So Vanji in chat says, you know, achievements uh, got got ruined for him when he spent the entire holidays on a grind where others swiped and had the same title. And what he's talking about is swipe their credit card. And my only answer to that is like, you like there's people buying glad titles right now. Like there's nothing you could do about that. Mm-hmm. If you that's why it's an achievement. Those people, if they feel good about buying Gladiator, then that's on them, man. Like, like you feel good because you know you did it, and that's kind of where I'm at, and you can't really police the other people. There's just nothing you can do. Yeah, I mean, any, any, anything competitive whatsoever that has any kind of ranking, that has anything that you can achieve, that argument can be used against it entirely. It doesn't mean it shouldn't exist is basically like anything yeah. competitive basically, anything you can pay can be someone bought. to do better you can yeah. get your rank in any pvp game you can get any achievement done i can pay i mean i can pay someone to do literally anything play an entire game i can pay someone to play a single player game for me if i want and pretend i got all the steam achievements like, like i'm not mm. gonna but <laughs> i wouldn't but someone might be out there doing that <laughs> and uh i can't say that i hate all games because uh other people are doing that I'd pay yeah. someone to do the insane title for me because that's just—I mean, that's just too long. I, I'm not—I I, I someone on I'm not doing it. Someone else can do it for four. We, four we had someone on White Maiden do all of the achievements for the insane, just like for fun in vanilla before we even knew TBC was coming out. Like he just went and did everything <laughs> for no reason. Who did Zert on our server? Oh, wow. I think he was the first sixty. Um, wow, he was a. Uh, never mind. I'm not gonna talk about the guy to this much. I, I know. I know a guy who's done it on two characters on the RAF private server that I play on, and it's like, oh my god, what? what why? You're literally. You're not even gonna be using that character in like three right. months. <laughs> What's the point? He was like, well, that I hadn't done it crazy. before, so I thought I'd do it twice. Well, all right. Well, I mean, we've kind of talked about this a little earlier in the show, but how long we think the pre-patch would be? I think we're all kind of sitting at four weeks, right? I'd like to see four weeks. I think four weeks is about yeah. right. Yeah, a month, four weeks. Like, I think that's that makes total sense. I just want enough time. This was my my biggest problem. I like the idea of playing during that time. 
one of my bigger problems is they brought in a boost that you can boost this 58, but they only gave me two weeks to convince my friends to come back to WoW. <laughs> like, mm. getting if you're going to give out a boost, you need to give us time to convince all of our casual friends to come back. Uh, and it just wasn't enough time to be like, have you thought about TBC at all? And they just they, the turnaround just was so quick that none of my I just think they need to give back. us more time. Like, I don't think they need to make the pre-patch longer. They just need to announce it more than three days in advance or something like that. Mm. <laughs> right? Like, I, I think if they said the pre-patch is coming out in a month, there will be a free boost. That gives you a month to get everybody interested in coming back for the boost, right? And then... A three or four week pre-patch is fine. Yeah, well, this last one was two weeks, right? So that was the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. two weeks is probably short. Three or four weeks, I think, is totally reasonable. And yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree that any communication and announcement is... TBC, I felt like they just like, surprise! So, <laughs> Mega Man in chat, chat says two months, and I think that'd be too long for me. Mm. Um, It just depends. For, I mean... It depends on what's in the pre-patch, right? Like, is there a reason for it to be two months? Yeah, it's what, yeah. it's what you what's want. The... At the end of the day, it's like if somewhere was out for, let's say, five or six months and people are dropping off and they forced a pre-patch out early just to try and keep people playing and then it was an extended pre-patch, uh, two months is too too long for me for it to be a planned yeah. pre-patch. If it was like, oh, right. we just need to get it out because people are leaving then I, you know, I could almost accept that because it is a unique time anyway. But it's, yeah, I, I personally know. I think that four weeks is, is enough time, but I think, Yip, you made a really, really good point uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, like people actually getting a chance to come back. You know, when it's only two weeks, you can quite easily miss that period without even worrying about getting your friends. You know, if yeah. someone, it, there's a lot of hype that, oh, the pre-patch has launched, it'll be all over Twitter, all over YouTube, loads of different channels, streamers, you know, it will be everywhere. Two weeks, you you still could miss the boat. And then by that time, then Raph will be out and you'll go, oh, I've, I've missed launch, yeah. I won't bother. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take, oh my gosh, I shouldn't do this, but I forgot to ask you about something in our getting to know you section. Hmm. Where where did you learn? Because you've done a bunch of different card tricks and different videos. Where did you learn all that? Right. Why have you? Why are you side side swiping me? That that wasn't in the uh, that wasn't in the notes that you sent me. <laughs> yeah, wow. not even that was not an approved question. Sorry, you can't you can't you can't be doing that. Every answer, everything I've said is completely scripted tonight. So uh, can we can we have a five minute break and I'll write some notes up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, in all seriousness, okay. So if you if you go on my YouTube channel, my very first videos are card trick videos. So I actually start my. Yeah, I, I wanted the Scotty J channel to be uh, card trick tutorials, uh, and then I realised they weren't very good. So I thought, <laughs> well, what do I know how to do? And then I was like, well, I know how to press buttons on a keyboard. I mean, maybe I do content go. on that instead. Uh, no, in all seriousness. So I uh, where where I worked, there was a charity gig. And there was a guy that it was like a magic charity gig, you know, you all paid a tenner to get in and then, yeah, yeah, you know, you got free wine and stuff. That was the only reason I went. But then I saw someone doing card tricks <laughs> and I was like, that looks quite fun. I'll give it a go. Uh, and this is probably five years ago. And I got absolutely obsessed, you know, like at, to the point where I've, you know, I've got tattooed cards tattooed on my arms, which is my, my boy's birthday. Uh, and now I, I've got cards in my hand now. Like, I've always got a pack of cards in in reach. 
Yep, I saw him, and that's what that's what reminded me of it. Yeah, I I, and now I'm just obsessed. You know, like sleight of hand is just. Fun. I can do one where you have the card in front, and then you. Nice. nice. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Good. Well, there's no point me showing you on a podcast, is there? But I know what you mean. I know, I know what you mean. No one's yep. going to hear the. That's card the only trick. one I could do, though. <laughs> I went through a serious okay. card trick phase in uh, middle school to high school. I was out on the street doing street magic, like, whoo, was that your card? Boo!" Throwing cards on the ground. <laughs> I was like, yeah, "That's what's up." How's, how's uh, yeah. it going, Guys, everybody? <laughs> I okay. So I just recently went to my best friend's bachelorette party. And they had this magician coming, right? But somebody scheduled the magician for like 11 a.m. It was a stripper magician. No, it wasn't. Uh, okay. Oh. Sorry. No. Yeah, that would have yeah, been she was bummed. more convenient, yeah. right? But we were like 11 a.m. Like, I'm not nearly drunk enough to enjoy a magician <laughs> Wait, at 11 a.m. <laughs> like, yeah, 11 a.m. <laughs> That's like, like you get out I, of bed and you have to watch a magic show. It feels yeah, kind of weird. Like, like, I'm like, no, no. So we like postponed it, right? I think until like two and we were able to drink enough before they got there to make it entertaining. But I legit am with the most gullible people I've ever met in my whole life. Like they, this person would do this trick, right? And it's a magic show. And afterwards... One of the girls came up to me and goes, okay, so I just need like a real answer. No, don't. Can he actually read minds? <laughs> and I go, no. Oh, She's like, yeah. are you sure? And I'm like, <sighs> it's a trick. And she was like, I don't know. I don't know how he would have known that about me. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't. Well, can't 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 right can, the magic can get you in trouble. So I've actually been, I, I got kicked out of a bar. Because uh, I was in a bar and I was sat at a table with a couple of mates and like I was just doing car tricks for them. And there was a singer that was on uh, and the singer threw his toys out of his pram so much I got kicked out because no one was listening to him. Literally, there were so many people around the table just watching me do card tricks that no. And he literally <laughs> went full on diva. He was like, do you want to come up here? Do you want to come up here and entertain them? I was like, I'm all right. I'm doing it here. What do I want to go up there for? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine here. At least Nobody's I'm sat looking down. up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, and I, I genuinely got kicked out of a bar for that. Oh I, I have a serious oh, problem crazy. because of my short stint in magic a couple of years. I just, like, I can't go see mediocre magicians anymore because I, I know their tricks. And oh, yeah. I, I, so do I. I have a huge disdain for gimmick tricks, like a gimmick deck or something like that where it can only perform, like, one trick. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh. I've seen that. And then other people are like, that's amazing. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just missing an experience now. <laughs> like, Oh, that's how I felt. Yeah. I was like, I almost feel like yeah. I was as gullible as these other girls because they're so enjoying yeah, this. Yeah, you want to be. Like, I want to think that like, guy's actually magic. <laughs> like, I'm like, I awesome. see the little something on their finger that's hiding whatever it was that was in their hand. Or I like, like come on. The... For yeah. me, if you can't do a card trick with someone else's deck, you're not a magician. That's it. You know, I I'm totally, the same with gimmick decks and everything. I, I like. Had, I just look at it and I'm like, well, college. I could get that online for a tenner as well. Like, well <laughs> yes, we had. There's this deck that I, I admittedly I had because there was a moment where I was like, oh, these are cool. Uh, but someone came to our college and he was going around the cafeteria like while people are eating lunch to like come tonight to the magic show, and he had a deck that basically you have two cards that are uh, yeah, like Fengali real rough deck. back. Yeah, and they're just stuck together, basically, and you can peel them apart pretty easily. Mm -hmm. So he can make it look like only your card's upside down, but really he knows which card has your card on the back, and you just flip the deck each way, depending on which way you want to see it. And he's going around doing it, and people are freaking out. And I'm just like, 
This dude just has a deck he bought from the internet. It's effective <laughs> though. It Svengali decks so are effective. Good. And it's so, so good. Stri stripper decks are effective as well, which is where you can just say, name a suit, and you go clubs, and then you just go bang and pull all the clubs out of a yeah. deck. You know, that, that, it's effective, <laughs> but then when someone says hearts, you go, no, name another one. Yeah, it's uh, th there's a fall just in, in case any of you are interested. It, the quality is not amazing, but there is actually a full like 30 minute video of me doing a, a magic show on, on my YouTube ah, channel. It's right. really old, you'll have to look really I, far uh, back. We're looking, we're looking after this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite proud of it. I, I think it was, I, I, it was all right. I watch it and I'm like, how did I do that? And why am I freestone lighter? Like you know, <laughs> I'm gonna get my bachelorette party group back together, and we're gonna watch it. Okay, mm, and I'm mm. just gonna, I'm gonna do record it. their reactions of like, <gasps> yeah, do it. You, the thing is, because it's a YouTube video, you'll watch it and you'll be like, that must be set up. You'll you'll think it's set up, but I, I can tell you now, it's not. Yeah, where's the strings and all that stuff? <laughs> oh, sorry for derailing us, but I had to ask because it's just cool. All right. I'm going to skip the next one because we kind of talked about Death Knights quite a bit earlier, right? Sure. Everybody cool with that? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So w will they roll out with the final patch of Wrath like they've done so far? I think it's pretty inevitable, right? Yep. It would be, it would be stupid not to. All the classes, would. some classes would be not unplayable, but, you know, there, there's massive, massive changes throughout the patches. You know, for example, the whole totem system for shamans between 3.0 and 3.3 is completely different. Um, off the top of my head, I mean, mana on spells gets massively reduced, you know, so you haven't got to be chugging mana pots constantly as a caster. Uh, Warlocks, I mean, a snapshot in haste. So uh, it's quite an interesting one, actually. So, but, but Warlocks could literally get their, uh, their corruption ticking every, like, 1.1 second uh, and keep it up forever, you know, by snapshotting PI, uh, bloodlust, uh, haste potion, you know, all procs in engineering glove enchant, and then just keep that single corruption up. And it got changed, and I get get a lot of comments actually from people who are playing private servers, and I don't think it's going to work that way. But at the moment, it snapshot it snapshots just percentage percentage damage. So you could snapshot a uh, a tricks of the trade corruption, for example. But if you're trinket procs with spell power, you can't snapshot that because it only does crit and and percentage damage. And I still think even now, looking back, I think we could see some subtle changes like that. Even though crit and percentage damage is technically how it works in 3.3.5, if you think about it, it doesn't really make sense. Why can you snapshot crit, but you can't snapshot haste? Why is it percentage damage but not spell power? You know, it sort of makes the whole snapshotting system a bit clunky. So I'd like to see 3.3.5, but with some of these things that... Are not quite right ad addressed, and like the feral rotation, I, I could I could go into every class, but like the feral rotation will change between three point zero and three point three point five as well, uh, quite 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 a bit. So it it would be really horrible to go through all of those changes. And just to let everybody know at home who might not know what snapshotting is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's basically you get buffs, you use a trinket, you have all these buffs, you put up your dot. And then those buffs stay on the dot. And then if you refresh the dot, the buffs still stay. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So so there's um there, there's refresh. It used to be called rolling. So it used to be called rolling dots, and then it got called refreshing dots. So uh, shadow word pain for a shadow priest. You can refresh with mind flay. 
whereas you used to roll it with Mind Flay. And the reason that I say roll it is because you would roll over it the, the, the strongest version it was when you had all your buffs. Uh, and then it become refreshing with it, so it only kept crit and percentage damage. Which, again, to me, that doesn't make sense. Uh, but then it sort of goes dynamically. But that's gone backwards and forwards, like as you probably remember, you know, even in Catter, it went through some changes. Further down the line, snapshotting was in, then it was out, then it was in. and then, But in Wrath, it's almost in a really, really weird place, even in 3.3.5. But the haste, the hasted corruption for Warlocks is absolutely broken. You know, you're talking, if it was to go in with, with being able to haste corruption, well, everyone will just take Warlocks, Affliction Warlocks. There's literally, there's not much point taking any other class. Yeah, I think that... They've displayed during TBC that they're more willing to make changes or make things work as they feel was originally intended. So I could mm -hmm. see, I think we're going to get the last patch, but I could, I could actually see them making some changes. Like they, they made some changes when like power shifting wasn't working properly at the beginning of uh, TBC and stuff like that. So I could see them with enough or user drums. complaint, <laughs> with enough user complaint, I could see them making some changes to be like, this is how things should be, have been working. Uh, but yeah, they're definitely not going to do a patch progression. Um, I just don't. They're, they're, I don't think they're not going to do that. <laughs> so, so it's a lot that's of work. The most important thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work. And for who? Like, I actually think that a game, the game is a lot of these fixes. And we talked about it when we went talked. Maybe it was the last week we talked about Zillamon and just how late a lot of these changes came in. Like, oh, there wasn't expertise mm -hmm. until yep. Zillamon. Like, there's all these changes that it makes. They were like, they just weren't happy with how the game functioned and they fixed later. Some of these changes yeah. are not meant to be like progression of class over time. They're like, oh, this doesn't work right, right or weapon skill Warriors. rating is horrible. <laughs> yeah. Until this patch in original TBC, Warriors Devastate didn't put Sunder yeah. Armor on. You know, stuff like that. It's just like, what? Yeah, it's like yeah. stuff like that where the, the expansion just didn't, wasn't like quite ready <laughs> or they didn't know what they wanted out of it. Uh, and then they retroactively do. But then there will be like these sort of nebulous issues. Um, yeah, you want it. You want it. It's most the, the most balanced it can be. I think it's professions probably the, the, the more interesting one because professions go through massive changes. And technically, if you're if you're going to get the professions in their final state, there's actually certain professions early on, a blacksmith being the main one, which is kind of useless because there's no epic gems. But every other profession is getting enough of spell power or attack power or stamina to to counter the fact that there would be epic gems, if that makes sense. Um, but obviously, you won't get epic gems till phase three, so blacksmithing would be really weak up until phase three. But then, if you give the professions to us in their 3.0 state, then that's just going to change what everybody goes, and then everybody's going to change profession later on down the line. So it's a it's a bit of a weird one. I, I think that's the one what they need to think about more than anything else. Uh, and I, I, but I'd still take it at 3.3.5 and just appreciate the fact that blacksmithing is going to be a bit weaker. Okay, okay. Um, what do you think the leveling meta will be? Because in TBC, it was definitely dungeon grind. Oh. Then, you know, afterwards, do the quest once you've hit honored. Like, basically, after you're 70, come back, do the quest, and then that gets you revered in each of the spots. Like, depends on like, server population. 100%. So? All, all it will come down, is to, down to is server population. If you're on your own playing World of Warcraft on, a, on your own server, questing is 100% the quickest way and the most efficient way. Because when you think back to TBC, 
the reason the dungeon meta was a thing. It wasn't really about speed. It, it was more right. about getting your reputations done yep. for the time you hit 70. But that's not the case in Wrath. Actually, you need to quest to get the reputations ready for when you're 80. So it's the complete reverse. So if you're on like a medium pop server, questing 100% is going to be the most efficient way for when you ding 80 and the amount of XP an hour you get. Will mage AoE grinding in a, be a thing still? Absolutely. Utgar Keep is very, very easily, easy soloable as a mage at level 70 in, you know, sort of reasonable, just BT gear, really. You don't even need Sunwell gear. Um, and I've done a video and I've done that. You know, I've, I've soloed uh, Utgar Keep and I get, uh, it works out to be about a full quest's worth of XP every two and a half minutes. You're not going to be able to go and do a quest every two and a half minutes. So it ultimately, no. it will be the quickest way. Um, but actually, just for the majority of classes who are not mages, you know, they're just the exception really to the rule. Uh, questing fastest, dungeons if you're on a ridiculously high pop server. And again, even that changes if you've got random dungeon finder. If you've got random dungeon finder in from the start and you've got five of you and you just Q spam, uh, there's no travel in. You're going to get random, like different dungeons. So it's not going to feel so boring just doing the same one back to back to back to back to back. So. Yeah, I would ultimately say random dungeon finder being in from the start will make a difference and your server pop will be the biggest dictator of it all. Wait, what is random dungeon finder? It means what like the this? LFG tool. So the way that, uh, and the, the reason I love Wrath of Lich King for this, <laughs> the cross server thing people had were annoyed with, but uh, if you have five people and you hit like, look for a group for a dungeon, it'll just teleport you all there to do the dungeon. The same way it would that if you like queued in and found somebody so you can just like what we used to do back in the day for spamming heroics you would just sit in dollar and then you could just keep spamming and going to all the heroics you want to do without ever having to like go fly there which saves you a ton of time yeah mm -hmm. it came in it came in uh later in wrath but yeah, you did it, uh 3.3 it's like yeah he launched we could just jump to looking for group for group fighter because this came in later, but we're most of us are pretty sure it's going to be in from the start. The only reason I don't like it really, I don't like the fact that it warps you there. I'm a little salty about that, but like, cause it's because it makes the world even smaller than it already is. But what I really hated was the cross server and never seeing these people again. Like I wanted a chance to recruit people to the, to the guild or, get recruited or just have any semblance of hey i can annoy this person later if he fucks with me in the dungeon type of deal like but now that you know people make them you know the hey you're on a mega server you're probably never going to see him again but i don't know that that's true at least they're on the same server and you still could interact with them later i don't know what do you guys think about this like this is a, a really big set of accountability when you're on the same server and you could run into that and mm. like maybe you screw over somebody who's in Varg and then Varg will never recruit you, right? Because they understand that you're yep. a turd, And right? we'll dox and you and harass you. <laughs> what? Then we'll dox them and harass them as well, too. We'll find out their address. We'll yeah, I mean, them. definitely don't do it to Varg because we have resources. <laughs> we have Kim, remember, okay? Um, but yeah, I think that's that's the bigger thing for me is that it's not so much that I'm going to see them in the open world and be able to cuss them out, right? Like, I don't care about that. <laughs> it's that you're now making a reputation. And if you're in a guild, you're making a reputation for that guild. And that will make people not want to join with you later, not want to recruit you later. 
the way that it is where it's like cross server, it's like there's no motivation to not be a jerk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's no motivation to help anybody. Like what I loved about hardcore, it's the most helpful, kind, fun groups ever for the dungeons. Like, you know, like whereas, oh, yeah. you know, if you get cross server, it's just like people are going to vote you out before they even tell you, hey, on this boss, you know, you might want to hit this first, you know, and it just that bugs me too. Well, to not play devil's advocate, but myself advocate, I've been in plenty of groups on white main with horrendous players and horrendous people. I'm not sure cross server uh, <laughs> uh, does actually affect it. I think people Would are you toxic ever recruit in those people. Uh, no, but so here's my my main point is it has to be cross server unless they do something about the servers like we're on benediction now, which is sick. But if we didn't leave white main, it'd be like, well, what? great. We've got looking for a group, but no one's on our server anymore. So like unless yeah, something the is problem. fixed, then they pretty much have to make it cross server to be playable. But that's why we left. If it was going to be cross server, why did we leave? So that we can find recruits and do like other stuff right now, and so we and can quest and wrath the Lich King without getting killed. Right. Every, I'm just every saying. Other I'm saying you're saying that cross server fixes the problem that Blizzard caused. Well, no, I'm saying it ha they ha it has to be for cross server. Or if I was still on a small server, they're literally forcing you to leave if they put LFG. Right, which in also the game makes them money. Server. I understand that, but I don't. I just don't. Th I think it'd be ridiculous. Like I think it'd be like. Pretty crazy for them to do, but then why have servers? Like at the at the same time, like why have servers then? Why? What is the point of your server if the fact that we went to Benediction because it's fully alliance and we didn't want to be put in the same situation, and now we're going to do cross server everything? Like your server identity, cross means server everything is a bit of an exaggeration. It's just random dungeons. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, I'm just saying random dungeons and it's random dungeons. It's PvP battlegrounds. Like yeah. we're just we're just saying that your server has no identity, and that I, just annoys. I think the me. difference between that is the difference between an ideal version of the game versus like what's actually happening. I agree. Ideally, you everything would be maintained on a server. I just think that we're like past that already with the state of classic. I think that like not having any like cross server functions. Yeah, but we're accepting this, you know, Band-Aid on this wound because we don't have a surgeon to fix it, right? Like, and I just, I, I don't know. I feel like the whole thing about Classic is that it is a community and you have your server and you have your population and you want to be with those people. And every single patch, we kind of get further and further away from that. And we're accepting it because of the alternative is worse for us. But we're not demanding that it's like, Hey guys, like this is not this is not what we want. I, yeah, I mean, like the thing the... is, ultimately, Blizzard need to fix the server, the, the servers, yeah. you know, before Wrath. But we said that at the same as before TBC. But yep. if you want to go happy, happy medium, if you like. So the question really was about random dungeon finder being in from day one, wasn't it? I think that's more or less, you know, what yeah. we're going at the lines we're going along now. On the basis, we don't know if Wrath Wrath is the end of Classic. Is it? Did they just restart it from vanilla again? You know, at the moment. We speculate it's going to go further, but if it's not, do we really want the biggest uh, convenience system of Wrath of the Lich King coming in for the last few months of the game? You know, ultimately, right. it, it, it needs to be in early. I, I personally could live without it at launch. If they almost had a phase one, which is launch, and then a phase 1.5, which is, let's say, four weeks after launch, 
random dungeon finders implemented. So it's in before Alduar, but there's that little bit of time where everyone is running around Northrend. Because after that, once that initial bit's done, it doesn't really matter anyway, does it? It's It now yeah. needs to be convenient because less people will, will be running to the heroics anyway. But what I would do, if you wanted to address the fact that all the servers are foobard, is have uh, like you queue and it's server only. And then after five minutes or 10 minutes, put a timer on it. It says, do you want to extend your search off of your own realm? So if you're like, no, I don't want to queue with people from other servers, press no and wait. Or if, you know, then if you don't, you just want to get in, then you press yes, don't you? You know, at least that way it does try and match you first. Yeah, I had the same... I, I mean, I sound like an idealist. The... I would definitely push. Yes, I want to queue with other servers. I want to. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, no, yeah, no. I, I, you're, you're totally. <laughs> I mean, you're totally right with what you want. I'm just thinking from a realistic, like, what are we gonna get? I agree. Point. So I, I'm I just do think you're right. Advocate here. Um. Yeah. No, that's it. <laughs> it's more about pleasing everyone. You know, me personally, I'll be completely yeah. honest. I, I couldn't care less. You know, just get me in a dungeon quick. I'm not going to have a conversation with a guy or the girl that I'm with anyway and go, oh, how's your day been? I'm going to join. Sometimes I might say hi. Then we'll clear. If we wipe, <laughs> that's when I'll speak. I'll be like, what are you doing? Uh, and then when we clear it, I might say bye. I'm the weirdo that's talking the whole time and nobody's talking back to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. more, more, Most that's of the time friends. because the other four people have put you on ignore because that's what I'd do if you were talking too much. <laughs> exactly. Right? I'd not exactly. come in here to have a social conversation. <laughs> We've all got a combined goal of just clearing it as quickly as possible and leaving. Let's not try and make friends. <laughs> I've never heard anyone with that part of breathe. a take of no friends allowed in the dungeon. Did that guy just say hi to me? Ignored. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I give that same. Oh, I have been. Uh, I have been ignoring the people that are super loud and vocal, telling people they're idiots in BGs, mm. and that's been a glorious well, new thing. You know the beginning like, of an AV where someone will like spam their strategy. It'll be like, "We're gonna rush Shrek. This many people. We're gonna go get Galv. We're gonna do this." Is that what you do? Like in dungeons, you have a copy paste. It's like, first of all, I'm not here to make friends. No, because that would that, that would spark conversation that I don't want That's to have so in the first true. place. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Silent. Yeah, but no, just... it's just, it's true for maybe not everyone, yeah. you know. But I would say it's true for the majority. Like no one, if, if you've got to get it, Raph is more like you have to get your random heroic done. You have to get your daily dungeon quest done, your daily heroic quest done because it's how you can get more gear. Like it's not like that in TBC. All right, there's badge gear coming with with ZA, but ultimately no one really cares about it at the moment. Whereas in Wrath, you want to do it. You know, you want to keep... Uh, and it makes gold as well, because obviously later on when Tot comes out, you can buy epic gems with them as well to then sell. So it's in your interest to make sure you get your randoms done every day. Um, but you like, well, you, could also you don't want to make it a big event. to get rep. Uh, yeah, yeah, Tabards. Right. For, yeah, for rep. So, uh, you know, you're going to do... You, you, you're going to get all of your reps to Exalted from doing dungeons, you know, over probably the first couple of weeks. It's not going to take long. Uh, but they are an integral part of the game. And that's what I like about Raph, actually, is that even in uh, when you're doing Ice Crown, you're still doing your random heroic every day because it, it, it stays relevant. Whereas it's that, that there, there isn't any relevance, is there, really, with heroics in TBC? Well, we were talking recently, too, that they they didn't tune down any of the heroics. So it's actually like easier to do like SSC than it is yeah. to do some of the heroics that exist. And there's not a relevancy to it. It's like, you want to go do blood furnace? It's like, no, thanks. Let's go raid. <laughs> go raid high jaw instead. Not like, it even a little. Well, and last week, uh, 
Willie pointed out that in original TBC, when they did the big nerf to SSC and TK, they nerfed the heroics, but they didn't do it this time around. So heroics are still super tough for anybody with blue gear, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, just no reason to do them. Yeah. All right, so uh, going back to what I think is the best quality of life change in the history of World of Warcraft across all worlds, it's objectively the right answer. Dual spec came in. I thought it was day one originally. I keep in, telling in you Wrath, it's 3.1. Yes, yes. and But Yip told me that it was, you know, 3.1. And so, like, I'm just wondering... The, the, are they going to put it in from day one, pre-patch. even pre-patch? Maybe it's got to come in pre-patch. That's my guess. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no reason. There's nothing that changes between three point zero and three point one where you would wait for Alduar. It's not like oh, Alduar's out. You need dual spec. It's just like well, no, dual spec made sense. It just happened to be three point one where they put it in. So yeah, I mean, pre-patch launch, whatever. It wouldn't matter to me. I'd rather rather it in the pre-patch, but. It it will be in at launch, and actually, it will only help Blizzard. Like, mark my words, Nax is going to be the worst raid, the worst phase of any classic like game so far. So, actually, just having the option to go, do you know what? This week I'm going to go boomy, or this week I'm going to heal it. This week I'm going to, you know, having that really, or, or if you want a PvP, yeah, or if you, you know? want a PvP, exactly. Dual spec needs to be in. I've been making the argument since episode two of this show, back back before uh, AQ came out, that dude, dual spec should have been in classic from day one. It would have made so like everybody talking about not having tanks. You know mm. how many people would have their dual spec as a as a tank spec? Like it would have been so glorious. And the fact that we didn't get it at TBC still blows my mind. But it's interesting you say I that about tanking. Right. Do you did you know that a lot of the design intent? around DKs in RAF was actually because of the lack of tanks for dungeons. So if you look back at really old blue posts during the development of, like, I don't mean alpha or beta, I mean the actual development of RAF, they specifically said the hero class has to be able to tank because of the, the, the shortage of tanks on, on every server for dungeons. So can you that imagine if it was? Can you imagine if it was a triple DPS yeah. spec? Oh God! <laughs> well, okay. So, like Jay Allen Brack, actually, in his famous "You think you do, but you don't." Afterwards, he said, "Re remember back in TBC where you'd spam looking for tank, but you know, yada yada yada." And I just always thought to myself, "Well, if there was dual spec, you probably would have had a lot more tank options." Absolutely. Yeah, dual dual spec should have been in from the start. I'll be back in literally twenty seconds. No problem. No problem. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I just don't see just uh, as a idea like i don't see any quality of life changes like that i don't see how anyone is against them like if they had guild banks and vanilla oh, there classic. is some hardcore people against dual sack though yeah but but like the only I don't valid know argument yeah. i've <laughs> ever heard is yeah, like people being forced to have two pve specs by their guild but i mean honestly you could leave that guild like it's just like most people's response when you say why shouldn't dual spec be in they're like Oh, dude, it's just you know, like it's just, uh, it, uh, it's just. No, no, I can see Yip forcing me to have a dual spec and making my life miserable. Hey, if we if it makes raid better, then yes, I actually do. <laughs> I I would expect two PVE specs if it makes raid better. I'll say go respec your other PVE spec to PVP on the weekend if you're trying to PVP. We're a PVE guild, all right. That's <laughs> that's what so matters Yip most Yip here. Yip is the problem. What annoyed me 
in um, Warlords of Draenor was the first time I noticed this being a problem. And but that could have been because I was a noob before that. Uh, I do hate switching specs for PVE. And what I really hated is you can you could switch your like my, your you only had like a couple of talents, right? And each one was like a really important talent, but you could switch them in the middle of raid. So you would, I'm a, you know, I want to, I like, let's say as a warlock, I forget what the options were, but one was like, here's your single target ability. And then literally on this next boss is an AOE boss. You'd have to respect to your AOE ability. Like, I think it was cataclysm at that the time. Horrible. It, that I hated because it was like, I don't like that ability. It's like a different rotation. <laughs> like, I don't. That's not the spec I chose to be. <laughs> so I do, I, I, I do hate the idea of like respecing by boss. I like regearing by boss. Like as a tank, oh, I'm gonna put on this tankier gear for this. But respecking right. by boss is like ridiculous to me. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Do we think Nax is going to kill Phase One? No, if it's done I mean, right, it's not gonna. Well, well, that's hope. That's hopeful. I think that it's not gonna be fun, but. <laughs> It's got to be one or two things. It's got to be one or two things. It's got to be. It's got to be difficult, which we know it's not going to be, uh, or it's got to be short. <laughs> that, that, in my opinion, yeah. that's the only way you can do phase one. You either get to all the world as quickly as possible, or you make the current content. You make Nax more interesting. And I tell you, a server that done it fantastically, and it was called White Main. I know you spoke about a lot, a lot about oh, classic yeah. server called White Main, but. Uh, it was a private server called White Main, and it's actually the developers of that server that, that I'm currently playing on, but a different server, if you know what I mean, but the same people. Mm-hmm. All they done for Nax was added very subtle mechanics. And I mean really subtle. So like a boss would have a charge ability instead, you know, it might not, like an ad, not a boss, you know, like an ad might be able to charge where yeah. it normally can't. But the subtle changes to, to, to either trash or to ads or to the boss itself would change the way you approach the fight. So there was still an element of progression there. All right, you'd, I'm not saying it made it massively difficult, but just that one small change, like there's a maybe an extra debuff. So there's a debuff that you do need to dispel, but then maybe there's one that you don't dispel. You know, so it's quite easy to implement into the game. Uh, and you're like, um, it's not to make it super difficult. It's just to make the general approach to the boss different. Like that, that's personally, I think that would be the way I'd like to see it. So it's an entry-level raid. It's not meant to be difficult, but just... Spice each mechanic like they've done with season of mastery. Just spice each mechanic up just a, a little bit. If they, I mean, did the that, initial reason that they brought Nax back was because the majority of people didn't do Nax mm-hmm. in vanilla, right? Mm-hmm. But the majority of classic people did Nax. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's quite and- law driven as well. I'm I'm not big on law. Like I, you know, I play the game to be right. top damage or top healer. That, like honestly, <laughs> that that's my aspiration when I log on. Um, I couldn't tell you the story of, of retail or, or anything, you know, I, I don't care. Um, but but I believe that it was actually, it, you're absolutely right, 100% right. Like 90% of it was the fact that Nax was just not seen by enough people. But then there was a little bit where it was like, well, it's quite integral to the story of Wrath of the Lich yep. King as well. Is it Yep? Yep knows lore. Um, well, I mean, yes. But not like necessarily because it's a new story, right? So they could have it. Max doesn't necessarily have to be there, but it is. It's not like at that point in time, not integral to the story. But like Kel'Thuzad and and Liches and Nax are directly tied in with the Lich King. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. like we've got content that directly is is in this, and then two, 
uh, we only had one percent of people see the bosses. Okay, yeah, like, do you think I, that okay, their intention question, was to bring it back, or did they bring it back because people? I'm sure. Didn't I'm sure. It was, well, here's my I'm question. Sure I gotta be honest. I prefer Nax twenty five than Nax forty. Like, I, 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 That's I mean, that's probably. I bet most people feel the same way uh, about that. Um, Especially four horse as a warrior. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I think if they're gonna if they're gonna change stuff like they did with season of mastery, and even if it's not like super hard or they make it real crazy, I just don't want them to PTR all the changes because effectively mm. it'll be like no changes happened at all. I want there to be a progression where it's like, oh, that boss did that, or oh, this trash did that, as opposed to like, oh, well, we ran it on PTR. This is just how you do the bosses, and yeah, just don't tell us. Yeah. Most, That'd be awesome for most people. But even if they change stuff, like these bosses do twenty percent more damage. Like if you know it going in, then it almost feels like it. it there's no change. No, because you, you just I need twenty percent more healing. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. All the healers just need to do a little bit more. But I, I, I really agree, and and that's been my biggest issue with classic is the fact that everything uh, you've already got private servers that you can go and play on you know like i've heard progress already doing somewhere on private servers in preparation for you know the race i hate I hate saying race the world first on classic it was world first 15 years ago i don't know what you're gloating about but <laughs> um you know ultimately it's not is it let's be honest it's not a world first it's it's, it's who practiced the most right. um but you you you've got that then you've got the PTR where you just do it to death on the PTR every single day on multiple characters. Remove all that. I, I want to see these guys streaming like these top because they are very, very good players, put in a lot of preparation, you know, so much time, so much effort. Like I respect everything they do. But at the same time, I want to see them pull the first boss in Nax, whatever wing you want, and then go, you know, assuming they know what they're going to do. And then they just wipe at 95%. Because I was like, <laughs> oh, that. That that wasn't there before, you know. That, that, that's yeah. what. If that I was awesome. Blizzard, I I'd want to see that as well. It's my game. I want to. <laughs> I want to have some fun with these people. And they got. Yeah, I, don't they got I do have a question. It. Can I have a, answer, a, a lore question real quick? Hello. So, did they write it in that in classic we didn't actually defeat? KT because almost nobody did it and that's why he's resurfaced in Okay, so I don't know the exact answer to this, but Bob, you have to understand, okay, that liches and everything originally stolen from actually I don't know their original lore, but they're in D&D as well too. A phylactery, which you remember we we got one from Wizard Winterfell, it drops. Yeah, you get the that, trinket. Basically what a lich is, it's a it's a wizard who who either lived a long time and puts their soul into a into like a separate horcrux. box. Yeah, it's a horcrux. Um, exactly. <laughs> so they put their soul into a phylactery. So I don't know if this is the lore. I'm assuming Kel'Thuzad just had another phylactery. <laughs> and like that, he's just okay, like, I thought I it would have been that interesting that the... if they built it into the lore that we just didn't kill him in um in No, I, I don't think I, I, I don't think it was actually retconned. I think it in a way where it's like, nah, you just never did it. I think it was probably just like, ah, oh, but you haven't gone to the real castle yet. Like it's the same castle, but I think it's like mm. uh and I'll, you know, I'll find okay. out real quick. But. Sorry, sorry. I, I was just I was dying to hear that because i've never even thought about that i'm about to fall asleep <laughs> yeah <laughs> me too lore. can we talk about damage please <laughs> yeah how much damage <laughs> does he do, um what about uh what about 10 man dungeons um i like i feel like sunwell gear is gonna be better than the 10 man nax but like any new character could like ramp up their gearing pretty quick by doing the 10 man like, sunwell gear is not better than five man 
Really? Yeah, yeah. There's a massive gear spike in, in RAF where you'll replace all of your that. Sunwheel gear in five-man heroics and reputation. Like before, you you could technically... That's depressing. Unless you're a rogue. If you're a rogue, then you're going to want your two-piece Slayer still because 5% yeah. 5% speed I on your... That, uh, yeah, I watched that video. Yeah, that's huge. But everything else, there's a minimal amount of items. I could probably really sit here and look. I think the, the crafted Sunwell cloth chest is uh, you, you could use that going into Alduar. Uh, you could still replace it in Tier 7, but you know technically you could use it into Alduar. There's very little difference on the amount of spell power you're getting. Uh, but there, there's very few items. The, the majority, you've got to remember, it's what are you getting at the moment, like 148, something like that, is it? In, in Black Temple, 144 item level? I know no one really cares about item level one, in Classic, but it's something 144, like that. I think. <laughs> Yeah, you, it's four two one four four. It's it's a sixty. It's about a sixty item level jump just from a five man heroic, which you got to remember a five man heroic in Wrath is literally the equivalent to a normal dungeon in TBC. You know, difficulty wise, you'll walk into a heroic in full greens after questing, and you'll do it absolutely fine. So the, the amount of primary stat gain that you get from that gear more or less renders everything from TBC useless. So then. So then 10 mans at the start are going to be Im important to run both 10 and 25 man then. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, you're going to want to fill out your gear because it's going to be like running Kara when like Mag and Grill are out. It's like, okay, yeah, they're out, but <laughs> you need to fill out all your slots as quickly yeah. as possible. If, you, if you're working on like as a tank, for example, uh, Repelling Charge, the, the it's a 10 man trinket uh, with defense. It's like pretty much the only defense trinket that there is in the raids. So it's not BIS because if you've got full BIS in every other slot, you're going to be defense capped anyway. So you'll use like a jewel crafting stamina trinket and essence of gossamer, which is from as Joel Nerub heroic, uh, which is just basically double stamina trinkets. You're not going to need defense, but early on, you know, when you're just going into Nax 10, if you can pick up repelling charge, which is a defense trinket, you're good. You'd probably use that more or less all the way through tier seven until you are full BIS. Cause it just makes up for a big amount of defense. Uh, but so a 10 man is really important. And there's even like the spell power haste, okay. haste proc trinket from, uh, from Nax 10. It's, it's important. Okay. Okay. Cause that's different from what I've heard from a lot of people. Cause I think a lot of people may be just assuming it's going to be like Nax gear compared to Karazhan gear. Whereas a lot of our BIS Nax people for certain classes, like weren't really interested in many up, Grades because they were more side grades than true upgrades. Yeah, there'll be there'll be loads of upgrades just just in Nax Ten. Don't get me wrong, I'm not cool. I'm not saying you couldn't go straight from Sunwell gear to Nax Twenty Five because you absolutely could. Um, but you know, if we're talking actually, what is going to replace it? You, you'll you'll replace most of the TBC gear with blues from Heroics. Especially if like, anyone cool. else get really we're depressed replacing a purple with a blue. Really we're about to do that some more i don't know if you know that but the oh. was zolomon uh there are some people who are going to be wearing blues again <laughs> I'd, I'd need to That's double fun. check this but i'm fairly sure you can pretty much replace your main hand warglaive from the first green item from borean tundra i'd need to check wow. it it's very very early on i can't remember if it's the first I'm quest or it's a little bit later but it yeah, the, the the jump in item level is just huge so on weapons specifically like you could have a weapon from TBC that's got two or three sockets in, uh, which, which is nice, don't get me wrong, but ultimately the biggest scaling damage for a melee is weapon damage. So the weapon damage is just yeah. going to be so much higher that you're just not going to keep them for very long.
There's just, as I say, there's those few items like the cloth crafted chest, two piece Slayer, uh, even um, like Gold Scholar Goldan is is nice, you know. But they're, they're they're nice, you know. You look at them and you're like, well, yeah, they'll they'll last you a little while if you didn't happen to get something else. But you ultimately you can replace them all. Wow, cool! Thanks. Wait, are there any socketed weapons in TBC? Yeah, uh, yeah, I can think of loads. Are there? Yeah, there are. <laughs> I can't think of any weapon that has a socket. Blade of the Unrequited on Romeo and Julian. Romy, Romulo and Julianne is one that's got three sockets oh. in it. The two-handed uh, mace, Hammer of the Naru, nice RP weapon from yep. uh, Hiking Morgar. Huh. Yep, they're weapon. And a lot of them become Biss for, like, Hunters especially, I think, are on the lookout for, like, socketed, where they, they benefit more from, like, having more stats on weapons than mm -hmm. necessarily the damage and stuff like that. They definitely exist, but I, they're probably not. Like, you're always going to look for your highest spell damage weapon for the most part for you. So, like, if it has a socket or doesn't have a socket, <laughs> it's whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I just hadn't, I just hadn't Re noticed Really that. quick, because I did know this information, and now I feel bad. I did know the Kel'Thuzad answer, uh, and I when I looked it up, uh, I remembered that uh, you actually, the reason that he comes back is because you hand in the phylactery to a quest giver and then someone steals it and brings it to, to Northrend. That's what happens. There's a traitor in the Argent Dawn that steals it. Ah, okay, yeah, okay. There you go. It's because you don't destroy it. You, they give you a trinket and you walk away and you're like, all right, cool. Thanks, yeah, thanks for doing sweet. the quest. Have you, have you, sweet you, deal. Have you guys seen uh, the pitch meetings, the YouTube channel on screen? Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, I almost want to. I'm almost picturing at the moment like two well devs, and one goes, "But how are we going to bring Kelfazod back?" And he goes, "Super easy, barely an inconvenience." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> here's a lich. He just bring him back. From <laughs> oh man! Um, all right, so I'm gonna go through the next ones. We're running a little short on time, but uh, what do they do about Wintergrasp? For anybody that doesn't know what Wintergrasp is, it's actually a PvP zone. That is actually in the like the actual open Azeroth world. world. Uh, we already yeah, have those so... Silithus, Eastern Plaguelands. We've got open world PvP already, Bob. <laughs> well, what do they do about the servers now? Because what they did back in the day, I don't remember when they did it, but they introduced tenacity, where it basically made if you had more people on one side, the the lesser people would get a buff depending on how many less mm. there were. And if it was just a handful of people, these guys would be like freaking raid bosses. Cool. <laughs> and I was always on the other side of that. I always wanted to be on the side that was like the raid boss. But do you think they'll do that again or do you think they'll just instance it? The thing is, it's so, in uh, I want to say integral to everyone's sort of bisque gearing for every single phase. You know, Winter Grasp, again, it's one of those where it's relevant for PvP and PvE from phase one till till Bukata pre-patch because you get tier gear from Ooh, the bosses. Can you tell us why? Well, you've got each phase introduces a new boss in Vault of oh, Archivon. You do get gear. Yeah, I forgot. And, about and you that. get PvP gear. Remember, so it will drop like you know the, the boss will drop tier gloves and tier legs or PvP uh, gloves and and PvP legs and cloaks as well. You know, it, so off pieces which you know hardcore PvPers are going to want to be getting and PvEers. Are going to want to do their archivon ten man and twenty five man every single week. If you're on an underrepresented faction and you have never got access to actually do it in a week, that's a big, big disadvantage. And as I say, every phase a new boss is added. 
So in tier seven, you'll get tier seven loot. In tier eight, you'll kill another another boss and you'll get tier eight loot. But you can also kill the boss that drops tier seven loot. You know, so you by the end of the the expansion, you can kill four bosses in there, getting tier seven, eight, nine, and ten. So it needs to be balanced. Everyone needs to have a fair shot at being able to do it every week. I had forgotten about the gear, and I remember that well now, well, a, specifically I, gloves. I remember before Tenacity came out, I was on a, a low-pop server where Alliance was dying like usual, and uh, <laughs> there was a string of time where we just couldn't do Volt of Archivon, and that was, it's just like, it really, it really is bad. Like, it's not a good scenario to be in, and now that everyone's like a min-maxer, which is fine, but we all like we look online and be like, this is the gear I need. If you're on a server where you just your faction can never get <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's too big of a problem. They have to I think they gotta do something to, to make I, it I would almost have the win maybe increase the rewards from winning Winter Grasp. And you've also got to remember as well, you get enchants from Winter Grasp as yep. well. So you need your PvP head enchant and shoulder enchant from Winter Grasp. Uh, even for PvE, the enchants are not that bad if you're not um exalted with Sons of Hodir. So like everybody wants it. I, I would go, which is, I'll tell you now, it's going to be a very unpopular opinion, uh, but I would have Vault of Archivon available to both factions all the time. I'd have Wintergrass still still be fought out, you know, and there's some sort of bonus. for Well, you get a bonus. If you control Wintergrass, you get Stonekeeper Shards from dungeons. So you're still mm. going to get a bonus from holding Wintergrass, but have Vault of Archivon just available for both Horde and Alliance. So... If you're on and you've only got an hour, but you want to get your VOA 10 and 25 done, you can actually go and get it, you know, without having think, to worry. I think they ha I almost think they have to do it that way, or there's going to be backlash from people. Like, there's going to be some section of people that are not going to be able to do Vault of Archivon, and I feel like that's a big, it's a big problem that nowadays, mm -hmm. back then, people didn't see all the content. It, there wasn't an expectation that you could see all the content. Now, if you if you're just on a bad server, a bad like a faction on your server, and you just can't see all the content, it's like, well, what am I playing classic for if I can't do the content that's out right now? I think that they have to do see, something. This is one where like I'm actually cool with cross server instancing it, just so it's epic and fun, and for the same reason that I'm cool with BGs going cross cross server. So. I'm kind of in the boat to where I kind of hope that they just go ahead and turn it into an instance, because I think at some point they the, did do that, There's right? a problem with that, though, in that Vault of Archivon is separate from Wintergrass. You would have then have to make cross-server raids possible in uh, Wrath, which means I feel like there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of stuff going and then on. There's, there's, also the, there's also the buff, too. Like how how does that work? I mean, if it if it was even, so if it was let's say, uh, yeah, uh, 40, yeah, forty v forty, whatever, you know, as long as it weren't like uneven and it was being cross uh, like match uh, cross server matched just for the PvP aspect, then technically on your server specifically, even if you're the underrepresented faction, you could technically still get control of of Wintergrass by winning it cross server. So now on your particular server, VOA is open. So if the battle itself was cross server, but then when there's no battles on, it's just by the server, if that makes mm. sense. So then okay. if you're Alliance and you're 10% Alliance and it's 90% Horde, you're going to be matched to when you do Wintergrasp to a higher population Alliance server to team up with them. Now, even though you've only got 10% server uh, faction representation, you could still now own Wintergrasp on your server. When I... So when I, I'm not saying that that's convoluted. I think that the 
the program, the development side might be convoluted of that. That's my only. That's why I think the best solution is making Boulevardo on open to everybody because I yeah, think oh, that oh, I agree. The yeah, easiest, I think it's the easiest it. thing for them to do as well too. Whereas, like, how much time they're going to spend on this? Like, I, my biggest concern is that they're going to wait to to fix it. They're going to just launch it normal and see everyone's going to have to complain, and then they're finally going to do some kind of fix later. Like, I really hope they're already thinking about this. What is it? They said there's a teleporter in Dalaran that teleports you in. So as long yeah. as where it teleports you in is a sanctuary, so yeah. no one can attack yeah. each other, that's it. Job done. Yeah, yeah. You just go straight in. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of what I said for helping us because we were dying four or five times to get to SSC um, towards the end here on Winter on uh, White Main. I was like, just make the SSC area just a sanctuary area, and then we just have to get into the water to, to the tunnel, and we're okay, you know, type of deal. Mm-hmm. But it would just change where they camp you. Like, yeah, yeah, true. that's yeah, the thing. Like, they would just camp you at the beginning of the safe zone. But like, wait, it we, doesn't matter. We're on Being benediction able to get now. The water there part, are no problems true. with death. There's no PvP. <laughs> Other people still have problems. Imbalance? What are you talking about? <laughs> I still have PTSD from phase two. So what? Like, yeah, I know. Still phase two. Never forget. Um, <laughs> will there be meta shifts from phase to phase? Like one that I think of that I could be wrong on, but I believe mutilate rogue starts out higher, but as, as the, you know, phases go on, combat rogue takes them over. Nah. Like, is there going to be stuff like that? Yeah. Like where you actually change? No, yeah, yeah, like, yes, and, yes, and no. Uh, as the phases go on, it opens up the ability to play additional specs. So the, the main contributing factor is armor pen. So you're mutilated at the beginning because there's no access to armor pen. But that doesn't mean you can't go from tier seven to tier ten uh, as mutilate because ultimately you probably will have an assassination rogue still and. Once, you know, your combat rogues start getting access to, uh, well, you'd be mutilate. You're absolutely right. You would be, you'd be assassination to begin with because it's just really strong single target, but it stays really strong single target throughout the game, but it lacks in cleave. And then obviously as, as combat starts to get access to armor pen and they can cleave, you know, and their single target is on par with assassination rogues, you've got the option to switch, but it, it, it doesn't mean that it's like a hard switch. You know what I mean? You wouldn't go, right, it's time. I've got armor pen. I'm going combat. If you still prefer assassination, you can absolutely still play assassination. Back in original RAF, we used to run two, we had two combat rogues and two assassination rogues. And they'd all, they'd, they'd be very close, but depending on the fight. You know, if it was Cleave. Three combats and one assassination. Yeah. And it would just be combat would do more damage if there was Cleave, assassination. And combat would be very close if it was single target, you know, and the combats are hard armor pen capped. Um, but it's the same with Warrior as another prime example. Really, at the start of the expansion, you should be arms in tier seven. You should be arms. And then once you start getting armor pen, you'll go Fury. And again, it, that's not actually just from a damage perspective, because on cleave fights, as Fury, you'll do more damage. But you don't bring the 4% physical damage at debuff as Fury. And because all your rogues are going to be assassination, you're not going to get it from combat. So both combat and arms bring the 4% physical damage debuff in Wrath, whereas in TBC, it's only a warrior, obviously only arms that brings it. So you, you want to have either arms or combat, and on the basis that arms does more damage single target than fury early on, and assassination does more damage than combat early on, it sort of makes sense that you take an arms and the rogues are assassination, and then that, that sort of shifts around a little bit to where all four of those specs are playable 
you know, once yeah, armor pen just becomes more available, which is like all to our hard modes onwards, and then tuck is just everything that drops his armor pen. You know, and that's a bit of an exaggeration, oh, dude, but I was, you get uh, it thrown at you. I was a combat rogue, and I was combat from the start too. I was a combat rogue through uh, Wrath, and I struggled in Nax, and then all of a sudden we went to Ulduar, and I'm just topping everything. It was the best. Yeah, and, and, and it, it does get like that, literally, you know, to, especially once you're talking, working on your BIS tier 10, so when you're going through ICC, combat rogues do amazing damage, so do fire mages, so do, uh, but it's the same story for fire. You're going to start as arcane in tier 7 because you haven't got enough access to crit, but then once you start getting high levels of crit, then you switch to fire. So there will be shifts in, if you want to say matters, but at the same time, the beautiful thing about Raph, or what I think the beautiful thing about Raph is, is that you don't actually need to. You could you could play as Arcane all the way through if you wanted to, but fire will will beat it. But ultimately, outside of Beast Mastery as a hunter and sub as a rogue, you can more or less play any spec as DPS and make it work. But those two cool, particular cool. are so far behind. You know, sub, you're talking like, it's about 18%. <laughs> but if you go back, uh, if, if we go right back to the beginning of this conversation where we were talking about, will it launch in a 3.3.5 state? If it launched in a 3.0 state, sub rogue in PVE is busted. Like, mm. all you'd take is sub rogues oh. because you get five, uh, five and, combo points a second. And DKs, uh, what's the one where they spread disease? Unholy. The well, unholy and frost both. Those, those would just go nutty in next. Like I remember, they were like double the DPS of the next highest class throughout next. It was horrible. Yeah, and that's what I mean. There, there would be so many, so many weird shifts and changes that it, it just wouldn't make sense to to go through a progressive patch cycle. <laughs> I think, yeah, meta wise, it is going to change. It's going to change from phase to phase, and the only thing that's going to have an impact on that is uh, the gear itemization because it's really weird like when you think about warlocks as well uh yeah you know as a warlock early on spirit is amazing you know like it's it's absolutely amazing but by tier 10 there's no spirit on your gear so you know like your even your glyphs what you glyphs you'll use will change from phase to phase because there's a glyph where you life tap and you get x amount of spell power based on your spirit obviously by tier 10 you're not going to use that because you've got practically no spirit because all your gears just straight up stam in crit hit haste you know so yeah there, there will be a, a lot a lot of changes and that's what i'm most excited for because i still think when it comes to private servers we saw it on tbc i was living and breathing tbc private servers and the amount of things actually just just subtle things that changed from tbc to tbc classic that was massive you know it, the overall impact was massive and i think we're going to see exactly the same again with raf so you uh, lived on private servers in TBC, like before TBC came out, but then now you're not really in, as invested in TBC. What what was the catalyst there? Like why, what got you uninvested? So I, I've never enjoyed TBC past phase one or, or past the first oh, okay. sort of six to eight weeks of launch. Uh, I mean, I've played probably, I don't know, seven or eight TBC private servers, but there's only two of them that I've got any further than, than like phase one, like tier four, because I really like the launch of every, like a fresh server, the fresh server launch where everyone's racing to max level, doing all the pre-raid gear, uh, getting all their reputations done. You know, that, that for me, like 
in classic, even classic TBC, the highlight of classic TBC was that. It was that getting into Na- uh, Karazan, sorry, getting into Gruel, getting into Mag. Then after then, it's like, well, you log on once a week and do some really mediocre raids because I don't even enjoy the raids in TBC. You know, I could log on every week and do them, like, no problem, but why would I log on and do them when I can log on? I could, I'd even rather log on Mop and go and do, like, Mogasham Vaults and, you know, Heart of Fear and stuff like that. It's just, it, it's a very personal opinion. You know, I, I know some people absolutely love the TBC raids, but I love raiding, but I'm just not really a fan of any TBC outside of Karazhan. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so I don't know if listeners and and people in my stream just troll me, but I've had so many people ask about the barbershop, and I could give two shits, but I'm curious <laughs> if you guys care if the barbershop comes in. Not really. I mean, I know it is there, yes. but I can't say I've ever used it. I do care, because why <laughs> not? Because there's no reason not to be able to change how you look. <laughs> That's my... There's, I can you know, go to the barbershop in real life and get my hair cut. I just think that there's a lot of people who haven't picked the perfect character like I have, so they need to change <laughs> as soon as possible. And <laughs> I feel like Yip's going to pressure people into getting their hair cut a certain way. Be like, listen. I'm not going to pressure people. I'm going to bully people. For you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going uh, to bully everyone into looking how I, I just, want them to. I just remember when TBC came out and. We had this list of like really integral changes to how the game's going to work. And then one of the questions, it was on that questionnaire. And one of the questions was, do you want the barbershop? And I was like, this is, feels so out of place. <laughs> yeah. Do, yeah. Do, do you want dual spec? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, do you want achievements? Yeah, that'd be brilliant as well. Barbershop. I, I, I just closed the window there. I don't I'm care. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm done. <laughs> it's I, like, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I had to bring it up because uh, they keep, they keep, they keep trolling me with it. But, uh, this next one, actually, I'm a firm no on. Thoughts on faction change? Yeah. No. Yep. yep. Yes. We have, we have one yep, two no's. Yep. Yeah, I, um, I, I think that if boosts exist, then I absolutely have no problem with faction change. Um, there's no, I, the, I yeah. No, no, no. Boosts point. and faction change are not the same thing. Yep. Like, yeah, I, I think boosts are worse, boost. personally. <laughs> I, I disagree. Worse than faction change. You're saying faction change with your same gear, like yeah. I don't see how that affects anybody. But, talk but, about like, benediction. All of a you, sudden, you becoming as a more dominated. Yeah, that's population. what I mean. Take, take you guys as an example. You've just moved server. You know, you, you've lost all your your identity on the server and everything. Wouldn't it have been better to have tried to balance the factions by? Go your guild going to the weaker faction on the server. Your name's the same. Everyone still knows it's you. You're 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 actually essentially making the server a more balanced server. Yeah, other people. I totally agree. As in, people will go the other way. You know, it could end up even yeah. worse. Uh, but that's where Blizzard say, well, no, you can't faction change on here. It's eighty five fifteen. You you can't you can't faction change. But the fifth the, the eighty five could go the other way. Oh no no I know they wouldn't. But they won't do that. Like, uh, that's but, the whole thing is, like, server transfers, I wish they would have done, where it was like, hey, you can't go to this server. It's alliance dominated and you're an alliance. Or, hey, you can't, the reason Grobulus is not going to be 50-50 for very long is because Blizzard's allowing Horde to transfer there. Like, I agree. it's I just totally going to kill the alliance population. And my my problem with faction change is 
faction change now gives you this like i'm just going to faction change to whatever is best in this like and that's where i'm at i've phase, been human right? this entire time waiting for my freaking waiting for my every man for himself Back off. You know what that Do reminds me of? Do not come over here, Horde. Uh, it's selfish, I know, I'm gonna, but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to hit you with what people say with the forgiveness of student of student loans. That's like someone being like, well, if cancer gets cured, cancer wasn't cured when I had cancer. Why do you get your cancer cured? It's like, who cares? You're just bitter Listen, that I you am chose okay human. You're just that mad shit. that you chose human and waited. I chose human. If, it you're serious, if you're a serious PvPer, if you're seriously pushing glad and there's no faction change, all you're going to do is start a human anyway. So you're going to boost a human. You're going to boost a human to 68 instead and of then, 70. And then level it. Exactly. And then level it. It's, it's oh, yeah, essentially the same part. And you have to get the gear and you have to do everything else. Well, right? why? Like, Who cares? Not what do you mean? There's easy. a new expansion. You have to get the gear both times. I just think okay, if there's server saying, transfer, there should be faction change. It, 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 it so just you're saying sense. faction change at any moment or faction change I'm at like that one but, moment? But, but okay, so Mel, I don't, why do you care if I can turn into a horde with gear? I already earned all, that gear. Because you would turn into a horde and that would be weird. But the thing, but, I already already earned the gear myself. It's like the achievements we were talking about earlier. If I already did the work, but you did level my it character. As an alliance. Okay, so <laughs> why do you think it would be okay to faction change and not just like race change, right? Why can't I turn from a night elf to a dwarf? Well, you put race change in to. as well then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> put, right, well, I don't well, have well. a problem. Blizzard with that. can make money with it. Yeah, they can make money I, with it, I, and I, I, doesn't matter. Can, I think it's crazy okay, to ask me to like relevel a character. If you faction change, can I have you have a debuff that says traitor? Like, can I just just, just him so specifically, or anyone who does it? Just anyone, anyone who does it. Anyone. That's, that's so not I can, bad. So I can spit on them. Turned Wait, coat. I can't spit on people anymore. Shit. But what? So so, can, what about if you, you re-roll? What if you're alliance and then you re-roll to horde for better racials? Do you still get the traitor debuff, or is it only if you spend money on it? Uh, only if you no, spend money on only it. if, if you, you go from alliance to horde. If you go from horde to alliance, you get a champion champion debuff. buff. <laughs> and if you go from alliance to horde, you get a traitor debuff. Okay. I mean, I'm down as long as there's faction change. Sure. So when Kata comes out, I can go troll <laughs> druid. I don't really care I to think, be honest. I, I think that as someone who <laughs> likes to level, maybe you don't see a problem. But like, why? Why should I be forced to level a whole new character because Blizzard ruined the game for me? Like, I, I find that faction faction change is a problem that it, it's solving a problem that Blizzard put into the game the same way server transfer is. Like, but it's not my fault. But it's why not. should I have to relevel? It is. Do you think that there is going to be a ton more alliance if they allow faction change? I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about the problem that there is an imbalance between races. The, Blizzard made the game imbalanced. And it's not my fault that the balance changes between the expansions. Why should I have to level a new character every expansion because Blizzard had a design choice? Like, the it's thing just I a love little bit about crazy. This, though, is ultimately... Uh, without being like you know a bit of a, a naysayer or whatever, uh, Blizzard put faction change in during Wrath. If they want to put it in now, all they got to say is, "Well, that's how it was back in the day." That, that, like that, <laughs> if they want it in, they can put it in. Like we can complain about it, but ultimately they know people will pay it and they will use the service, and Blizzard will make money. They will put it in. I, I think 
the more interesting one than actually faction change because I just think that's a given. I, I, we will get it in Wrath. You want class um, change? No, no. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I want I want recruit a friend because oh, recruit, I want recruit, recruit a, friend, a friend too. That came Hell that yeah. came in during TBC towards the end I, of TBC. I I leveled every single character I've ever leveled that wasn't the current expansion. I leveled recruit a friend. Yeah, I'm exactly because the same. It's so good. It's like yeah, I you would and just start friend. a new account and just do yeah on my yep. main account level one on triple XP. And you get your little love rocket. Yeah, uh, it's not the love rocket, but it's the two seater. Yeah, you get a Zevra first. There's yeah, and then you yeah you get the rocket. Uh, but that, yeah, that's ultimately really we if we want an authentic version of TBC, then we could get that Zevra. Back in TBC, yeah. So soon we should get recruit. I'd take I recruit say, a friend over a boost. I yeah. I say get rid of boosts entirely. No sixty eight boost, but and have recruit a friend come out in that one month pre patch. And Absolutely. now people no, down with can that. level as much as they want. And it, it it the leveling experience. One, you get to play your class and you learn how to play it just at an expedited rate. It's mm. also really fun. It makes leveling a much more like. Okay, every every like dun two dungeons I do, I get a new level. It's fun. I'm like Wait, playing with friends. Is recruiter friend like expedited? Yeah, time it's expedited three. leveling. It's like extra rest at all times. There's times, so you get time. You get times three XP. But the really, really, really cool thing about it is if you max two characters on the alt account, your second account, you can instantly boost one on your main account because basically every two levels that your uh, second account gets, you can grant one level to your main account. So if you do a couple of characters, uh, it, so the reason for it is like the, the the logic behind it back in the day was if I recruited, uh, like Mel, if I recruited you, then it would be like, I have not got as much time to play as you because I raid, you know, I'm already level 70, I'm raiding and everything. So you go ahead and level while I raid. And then once I get out of the raid, you can grant me a couple of levels to bring me up to your level. But the way that you what? would, ab the way you would abuse that is you'd have two accounts yourself. Once you've leveled two characters to max, you've now got two characters worth of boosted levels to use on your main account, boom, you get a free level 70. Okay, now Listen, I do want to say, I I'm not boosted... saying that we need that part. I also did just like leveling with my friends I recruited. The normal. Okay, well, I, I never boosted had any a friends. hunter. I boosted a hunter in TBC who is not leveled yet, but I don't even know how to trade a pet. I don't even know how to, like, it's a problem. Get a different pet. Like, I don't know anything about this character. I hate to say it's... it. I came back to retail and their leveling experience is objectively better. You level to 15 with no dungeon finder. At 15, you unlock dungeon finder and like you're leveling super fast. You're just like having fun. They're very easy. And it's just like you're playing an action RPG until you level as opposed to being like, I'm grinding forever to like level and get to the part of the game I want to be at. So what is it in Season of Mastery right now? Is it 100% XP boost? On quests. Yeah, on quests. Yeah. It's glorious. <laughs> right. So then and add, I another, like add another 100% and that's yeah, your Yeah, add another 100%. Yeah. Yeah, like it's, right. it's nice. It's a good catch up. You get to play with your friends or play play with yourself as well. <laughs> but you get to like... <laughs> just that. It, it, it's... it's it has more integrity than a boost. That's like the biggest thing. It's less abusable, but like obviously you can still bot and like farmers can still do it. But the fact that botters can just boost <laughs> a character is also ridiculous. Like the whole thing is silly just to, to immediately go to boost. And yeah, the fact that they they have boosts already, there's no reason they shouldn't have her for a friend. Yeah, and again, they'll make so much money from people like me who will just start another yeah. account just to level on my own. 
you know, the, it's a great moneymaker. And again, it's one of those, it's about how, I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, sort of simp on Blizzard and get them as much money as possible, but it's like they can turn around and go, well, Recruiter Friend was in TBC. So we did have access to that Zevra mount in original TBC. Why shouldn't we have access to it now? Uh, I just, yeah, and I'd be all for it. I'd probably level a lot more characters with triple XP just yep. for fun. Well, it's like you have, with it. you're like, wow, I really wish I had like an inscriber. That would be really cool. I want to try out this content that exists now. And you're like, well, I'm not going to level something. though. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. actually like makes you play the game more. Anything that makes you play the game more, I think is good. And I think a boost is actually the opposite of that. I think mm -hmm. a boost is you're like, what is this character? So many people in our guild boosted a character and we're like, they leveled it and they have no attachment to it. And they're like, okay. Dude, <laughs> my, uh, my, my boost was a, uh, well, I did boost the rogue on the other account and he is like, you know, he's looking actually pretty good in PVP right now, but I boosted a paladin, got him to 60 in the pre-patch. I've done nothing with him since. Yeah, I, like, I'm done, like I, yeah, I did some Scarlet Monastery AOE stuff for 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 fun, you know, and like spent money on gear I shouldn't have, and it was fun for a short time. But I've literally never done nothing with him afterwards, and I don't know. But guys, this has been a banger of an episode. But all good things must come to an end. I think we gotta start closing out the show. Hmm. All right, where's my closing? All right, so don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You can follow the Mash Those Buttons Network at the Mash Network. If you want to send us emails, do so. Send them to WCRpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, shoot. I was, there was supposed to be a Patreon announcement that I did not grab from Ja. I'll have to add that in post. Well, the cool thing about Patreon now is that the, each tier of the Patreon, instead of it being different levels of payment, you have different shows. So you can directly support the show that you like on Mash Those Buttons yourself by selecting oh, the one that you want. being all prepared. Yep, know, it, read it. Okay, so something like that. where can they find that? Oh, uh, probably patreon.com slash mash those buttons, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Who knows? All right, well, you I, sounded I will so definitely, prepared. Well, I just read it. I'm I definitely going to doubt. I forgot to read it, and I feel bad, but uh, if if that wasn't good enough, I'll, f I'll, I'll fix Thank it in you. post. <laughs> uh, if you want to join our Discord, you can do so by going to mash.gg slash Discord. How can you help the show? You can tell your friends about the show. You can tell anybody about the show. You can tell, con you can tell content creators that you think would be good on the show about the show and give us more I ideas for, for guests. We love having all the different opinions on because they are quite different, and keeps us out of our uh what's the word for it the phrase for Comfort it zone. uh echo chamber <laughs> so yeah uh, tell tell people about the show you can also leave reviews on iTunes or Apple Podcasts you can leave ratings on Spotify and you can leave reviews on warcraftradio.com/directory all right mel where can we find you you can find me on Twitter at Mel Overwatch. Not really, though. I'm really never there. But you can find me on Benediction now. What? Yep. Now then, people talking shit on warriors. Certain people. Oh. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you can find me on Benediction now on Mel Arena. And if you message me before you message Yip, that's ideal, to be honest. Okay, and Yip, where can we find you? Ah, you can find me on Benediction now. 
Uh, my no druid is no longer yipping. It is yip slime. And my warrior is now yip, yip, yip. <laughs> yeah, Hooray. you don't want to do that. And uh, YouTube or anything? Uh, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter uh, is at the yip show for everything. But just like how you wouldn't want to keep Twitch streaming if you had were wildly successful... I just became too wildly successful on those platforms, so I had to take a little break from everything, but we'll see if that changes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and Scotty, where can we find you? Uh, ScottyJ.com, ScottyJ on YouTube, ScottyJ87 on Twitch, ScottyJ87 on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I should have I just brought like a notepad with everything and let you take a picture. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically any, any platform you can think of and then just put ScottyJ in it and you'll probably find me, including... Uh, multiple study with an e yeah s c o j a y e yeah s c o t t e j a y e interestingly you right? can actually find me on OnlyFans as well so mm. oh there we go i've been meaning to start my uh my Are you the magician my... stripper on OnlyFans? <laughs> no, no 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 <laughs> I, I, I dress i dress up as mario mario you know mario and luigi oh, okay. on only fans yeah. oh nice i mean I, <laughs> I should i say i undress as mario would probably make more sense <laughs> <laughs> all right you can find me on twitter at blazon underscore bob that's b-l-a-z-z-i-n underscore b-o-b and i stream quite quite regularly over the last few months at twitch.tv slash blazonbob so come say hi and uh yeah, Scotty, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a blast. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. I've, yeah, really enjoyed it. It's a good time. It's a good time. All right, well, we are out. I don't know how we used to end podcasts, but it was way easier to say bye back then. <laughs> and now now it's like a little like, bye. Okay, anyway, like, we're still streaming. We still got to... <laughs> Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord.